Everything's under control. Situation normal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Florida Man Plays X-Wing, and I'm your host, as always, Steve Sesnick, and I'm joined to my south by the Reverend Joe Laporta. What's up, man? Man, I am almost done with Mega Man X, but wall jumping is bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that wall jumping, man. Uh, man you, have, you have any idea how terrible it is to have your kid make fun of you because you can't wall jump? Like, uh, no. In Mario Brothers, there is no wall jumping. And she's like, well, there is in this one. I'm like... I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Actually, I do kind of know because during uh, when I was playing uh, Fallen Order, um, there's like the wall running thing that you have to do in that game. No, wall running is fine. I've played yeah. Prince of Persia. It's it's cool. Yeah, but uh, but I was doing like the very I like my my son had played it first, and then I picked it up and started to play. I'm I'm literally hitting the first point where it's like teaching you how to do that, and I like fell the first time, and he's like giving me a hard time about it, and I'm like I'm like dude, I just picked up the game, but. You know, kids. <laughs> so, all right. Also with us, uh, Dominic DiCarlo down in Tampa. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> Happy to be back. I uh, am dealing with more house troubles after the flood, so that's always exciting. Oh, good times. Yeah. Are you he, talking uh, about the Noachian flood or no, his, more uh, his, recent? His wall Remember flood. Remember my, yeah, my, 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 uh, in the spring, we had the flood and the plague, and that that was a. Oh yeah, we did. Kind of mm-hmm. drank through that. Yeah. So, all right. Also with us today, we have a very special guest. We've got the coach himself, Aaron Crawl. What's up, man? Good morning, X-Wing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one, man. That I haven't heard that impressive. in a long That's time. That's a bell of the pipes. This there, is man. the Florida Man Podcast. <laughs> it is, is not a test. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, fuck that up. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, wait, can we swear on this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I Perhaps haven't done that. I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounded like you had it saved up, man. That was a good one. I did. I did. It, it just came to me just now. I was Perhaps like, you oh, did no. not hear my appearance on the Lore Master Quiz. Definitely no. cursing is yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. out. How's it going, man? I, I see you dragged me out of retirement, so. We, we did. We, um... We just, I, I felt it had been too long. I think the last time I, uh, you know, the final episode, uh, I kind of impromptu ended up on there with you guys. And uh, again, I fell asleep. And you fell asleep. And um, <laughs> so, but it had been a while. So I, I, I needed some coach in my life again. It so it has like, been a long, long time. He, I was like, he can just be our guest. We'll just have him on. We, I, you know, that'll work. I, I'm very comfortable with this uh, situation that we got going on right now. Yeah, yeah. Now oh, the, other, sucks. <laughs> the other thing too, a lot of people don't know, Coach lived in Florida at one point, so he is kind of a part Florida man. Honorary Florida man. I am 100% honorary Florida man. It's yeah. pronounced ornery Florida man. Or, or, ornery. Ornery. Yeah, ornery. yeah there's nothing honorary. I, I did. I lived in Orlando for two and a half years while getting my film degree at uh, the prestigious Full Sail University. That's ah. We actually have friends that graduated from there. Yep. Oh, why? They work for Steve. <laughs> uh, one of them does, yeah. <laughs> not Who has no degree whatsoever. Not, not for me directly. You know what? That is that is the quintessential uh, motto sale for Full Sail. Go work for someone who doesn't have a degree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was in the brochure. I definitely went down for the weekend, oh, and they God. definitely pointed that out. 
It's so bad. Oh, I spent we got to, so we got to the end of the tour. The tour was awesome. We got to the end. They're like, so can I use this to get a job? They're like, we don't get really guarantee that. No. <laughs> you like, you probably have fair. more cred getting a job by just doing the tour than I do. Two and a half years and a bachelor's degree from there. <laughs> God bless that place. Money. So so you had a uh, you, you were telling us earlier before the show that you had a uh, a moving story, moving to Florida story. Yeah. So I live in Iowa. Uh, born and raised and nothing much really happens here and you know when you're young you're like oh that sucks when you're older it's like yes this is awesome yeah it's like no hurricanes no no hurricanes like you get a tornado that runs by and you walk out on your porch and you watch it go by and it's cool you're like, honey, um, look at the tornado. <laughs> it's like you can see you can see the pain coming towards you, or you know you you have an idea. Yeah. So I uh, decided to go to Full Sail after failing out of two colleges here in Iowa, and uh, as I'm driving down, uh, did the whole uh, the whole coast trip. Got to see uh, New Orleans before Katrina hit, because that's that's how long it was. I went through New Orleans a week before Katrina hit. Ooh. Wow. And uh, so on my way there, I'm like three hours from Orlando, and my apartment complex calls me. There says, well, bad news, your apartment complex burned down. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm a very like, typical Florida story, by the way. I'm yeah. like, the whole, the whole thing or just yep. my room? Well, like, yeah, just your apartment burned down. I'm like, <laughs> wait, do you have any others? They're like, well, not for a week. I'm like, I'm literally four hours away from Orlando, and you're telling me I don't have a place to stay. Uh, and they're like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes. shit. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm going to learn what being homeless in Orlando is all about. <laughs> and then it sparked a, you know, a buddy of mine, uh, two buddies of mine from Iowa State, got really great grades, and their parents paid for a trip to Key West. But they were flying into Miami first Mm -hmm. literally that day yeah so i was like oh shit it can't be that i mean on the map it's not that far from orlando to miami yeah it seems like like uh, on a a globe it's like uh, on a globe it's like two fingers yeah so so i call them up and they are just getting on the plane and i was like hey guys i'll meet you there in miami because i don't have a place to live and they had a hotel in miami and then they had a hotel in key west and then they're going to come back to Miami. And it was a whole week-long trick. It was like, perfect. I need a week. So I'm just going to shack up with them. <laughs> Turns out, on a Friday night, it is not very fast to get from Orlando to Miami. No. 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 I don't so, think there's a time of day or week where it is. <laughs> so they obviously beat me there. <laughs> we meet up at a p- couple of bars. And I'm literally wearing the clothes on my back. And we just get shit-faced. And then we go down to Key West. And for some reason, Key West, it is the time of year where all the seaweed throws up on the sand and oh, it yeah. smells like burning baby diapers. <laughs> yep. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And we're all like driving up to the beach like, oh, there's nobody on the beach. We're the first ones here. Yeah. And then we open the car door. <laughs> first one, <laughs> only one. <laughs> and literally like almost puke because we're all hung over already. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, no, well, this, the wind's in the wrong direction. You know, it's like Iowa pork uh, manure. It, it'll go away in a second. It didn't. Uh, so we went into Duval Street, got super wasted there got taken around by a cabbie that had like 
a whole picture book of his girls in quotation marks. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then back to Miami, and then sure enough, uh, got to Orlando, and I finally had an apartment to stay in. <laughs> and then that night, uh, there was a gang shooting outside of my apartment. So <laughs> let's just say my first forty-eight hours in or- in Florida were not. I had a lot of good times and a lot of not very good times. So. Yeah, yeah. That's Florida. Well, it's funny. That's cause you, Florida. Because everybody, you, you think Key West is, you know, close to Miami. And it's like you get to Miami and then you, you realize it's like it's like another like an hour and a half, hours, two hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not even hour fucking close. Yeah. It is not, not even close. Everything yeah. in Florida is far away. And yeah. I say this as someone who's, who, who's from California. I'm a California native. And nothing in California is close. And I thought I was used to that. And then you move to Florida and you're like, the weird thing about Florida is not only are things far away, but they're even further than they are far away because you have to drive around the fucking swamp to get there. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> I could have driven around Iowa four times by the time it took me to get to Orlando to Miami, Miami to Key West. And I'm like, yeah. it's a good thing I was passed out most of the time because yeah. <laughs> Miami was awesome. <laughs> Miami yeah. was a good time. That's a good, that is a good time. You, 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 yeah, you're gonna have a good time in Miami. That's for sure. So anyway, that's my Florida badge of honor. All right. Well, you know, it, it, well, welcome to welcome back, welcome back to Florida. You know, we're here now, <laughs> and um, you guys haven't just, gotten better. No, no, <laughs> no, no. If anything, we've regressed. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a constant regression, really. <laughs> oh boy, Regress, regressing to the mean here, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are mean, there's, let me tell you. There's no bottom to Florida. You guys just keep getting more. Yeah. You just keep extending out into the ocean a wait, little farther. Wait, Joe, Joe, was that regression to the meme? Because that's excellent. I said mean, but I I'll know, take regression meme. to the meme. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. <laughs> I, am, I, I am very angry at the internet right now, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Even give the internet the pleasure of using the word meme in a sentence. Now, why I, would you I, be angry at the internet? Because uh, I auto drafted this year in fantasy football, and it thinks it thinks Joe Mixon in the first and a kicker in the ninth is fucking funny. And well, it's that's, not. That's I, I mean, it's in not at all. Totally your fault, Joe. That's completely on you. Uh, nope. You know, I had I had a I had a bad week. All right, if I had you were a moment. If you were, if you were I had a moment of weakness that lasted three and a half weeks. Shit happens. Yeah. All right. Joe, I'm pretty sure I have a girl in our fantasy football league. She literally drafted players that had the number 13. <laughs> and she's probably doing better than you are. I'm 2-1. I'm 2-1. <laughs> oh, okay. Is, no, no. no Steve, Steve put the draft the week where Dragon Con didn't happen. I was in a dark, dark place. Well, that's the week it always is, Joe. Cause, see, cause see also, Joe did a solo episode of the other podcast, and then everybody called him to make sure he was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten so many calls asking about my well-being in a single week of my entire life. <laughs> Strangers were like, hey, it's okay, man. It's okay. Are you all right? Yeah. Are you sure you're all right? I was like, I didn't even think we had listeners, let alone people that give a shit. Hey, but I mean, this has been a week two was a rough week for fantasy football. Yeah. Well, apparently now was it? I heard which team? I can't remember what teams it was, but like two teams um, had to shut down their facilities. Well, the Titans. Yeah. Well, Titans, what is the Vikings? It's, it's Titans, the Vikings. Yeah. And I just traded for Thalen. I traded oh, for yeah. Thalen. And they're like, yeah. hey, by the way, uh, they all got Rona. I'm like, fuck yeah. Pete. No, no. So fuck Titan, Pete. Titans got Rona, and then Vikings played them last week, and so yeah. They okay. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but think about it. Now you've got Titans in Pittsburgh. Like, they're thinking of this super weird, okay, 
Titans have a bye week in week eight or something like that. And Pittsburgh has a bye week in seven. But Ravens have a bye week in eight, and they play the pit. So there's this huge, like, puzzle that they're trying to put together to have this week, which is a very bad week for Derrick Henry to be on my team, to have a fucking bye week. Yeah. So hopefully that... What I'm hoping is that I can play my Vikings players this week and there's no game so that my opponent has to worry for like three weeks whether or not I'm like when they replay that game and they do the substitution one I want the points in week four just to fuck them over I think that'd be hysterical they have to like sit there and wonder if they won yet yeah oh I can't wait (laughs) that'd be glorious that's like the ultimate stat correction you know that like one point stat correction where you were winning (laughs) on like Monday night and on Tuesday you lost this is that like times three weeks yeah this this could like break the fantasy football like algorithm. Yeah, this is yeah. gonna break everything. Yep. All the projections. <laughs> America. It's gonna break I mean, the world. It's gonna I break mean, America. I mean, fuck I, the in debates. Fairness, fuck the election. In fairness, <laughs> in fairness, in the debate tonight, Trump did say that he was the one responsible for bringing football back. So uh, no, he claimed college football came back because of him, which that's I give true. less that's than a shit about. That's fair. Oh <laughs> like, come on! Don't rag on <laughs> my Iowa State Cyclones like that. We finally what we won our first. Big 12 game. Wait, wait, wait. Are you guys the one with the blue field or not? No, I was, God, no. That's then I don't give a shit. That's Colorado. Boise State. Or Boise, yeah. I was that's gonna Idaho. Give God I damn it. Gonna... <laughs> These are not the gonna... same? <laughs> well, I mean, I could make an argument that they're not, but... <laughs> wait, so, Coach, I was going to give you a really hard time for, for Iowa State, but then I just realized in the back of my head, is Alan... That Iowa State looks like the Steelers? I mean, no, no. I'm a Packers fan. Is Alan Lazard from Iowa State? I have two Alan Lazard jerseys. Oh! Oh, damn. <laughs> I got a home oh! and an away. <laughs> oh, man. I thought Dude, you I, had an Iowa State and a Packers jersey, because that would be legit, too. No, 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 no. Was Lazard I, at the Jaguars at some point? Yes. Yes, he was. He God was, damn it. He was undrafted to the Jaguars. He was on our practice And line. apparently they didn't think he was good enough. So then he goes to the Packers practice squad. First week yep. last yep. year, two guys go down. He gets put into the 53-man roster. Week six, Aaron Rodgers throws a 60-yard bomb to Alan Lazard <laughs> for a touchdown, and we end up beating the Lions. And I was the happiest man Wait, in Coach, are you a Packers world. fan? I am a huge Packers thank fan. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Go Pack Go. Go Paco. To, to quote Dr. Frankenfurter, it was a mercy cutting. <laughs> so I even I have him. I, I'm I'm one of those like Homer fantasy football drafters. So like I have oh, Aaron no. Jones, Aaron Rodgers, oh, no. and Alan Lazard on my Your team. Your entire team is a bunch of guys named Aaron. Shit. So, yeah, well it's it's I'm, my my uh fantasy football league is the uh you done fucked up, AA Ron? Yeah. So <laughs> you got all the AA Rons. I got to get all the AA Rons. Yeah. But last week I had uh, I swapped out Cooper Cup and put Lazard in, which was a big mistake because I got Thielen and Lazard and Cooper Cup. I didn't realize Cooper Cup was going to throw twenty five points up on the board, but yeah. I knew Devontae Adams was going to play. I knew Alan Lazard was like Aaron Rodgers' like favorite target. He trusts him completely. Oh yeah, and man, did he not yep. let me down? <laughs> no, Lazard was, Lazard I, was I just remember, awesome. Steve, did you lose to to Devonte Adams this week? Who didn't even play? 
Uh, yes. No. <laughs> you, I forgot oh, you lost man. that game. God damn it. Yeah. Because... Wait, why, why am I not in this fantasy league? I would be destroying you. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, waiver wire pickup. If you haven't done it, pick up Alan Lazard. He is True steady, facts. six targets. He's always going to get uh, at least no, no, 60 no. yards. And don't worry. Don't worry. Auto draft <laughs> gave me. Od Odell Beckham, so don't worry, I'm I'm all set on fucking wide receiver in the fucking fourth. Don't, don't worry, coach. in the fourth. Don't, don't worry, coach. I also have Aaron Jones, so it's there. You, know, you go, uh, like, A Ron Jones. A A Ron. I got A A Ron. I, I literally talked to my senior theology classes about the Packers for about 20 minutes today, solid. So uh, you know, if you guys want that spiel, dude. Me. No, but seriously. There is a theological like discussion about the Packers. Oh man! Oh last man! Year and this year, <laughs> oh, between Lafleur and Rogers last year, and Lafleur and Rogers this year, it is a spiritual coming oh, to yes. yes, like yes. It is yes. like I mean, you are viewing a wrathful Aaron Rodgers this year. Like, so you oh. took another, you drafted another quarterback. Like, yeah, it's like, and oh, you dude. trade away a bunch don't, of receivers. Like, yeah, it's like, oh no, 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 don't, no, no, don't no. talk to me about Jordan Love. I don't want to talk about Jordan Love. I'm just gonna leave him out of the conversation right now. Yep. Um, is that the guy I, that used to uh, be the the hype man for the Undertaker? Oh, fuck, he was. He, he's like the sixth <laughs> brother. This like brother Love. Sixth, nobody cares. Oh. Nope, I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. We're not getting into wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling, <laughs> wrestling, <laughs> wrestling. Well, you know what the Packers—the oh. Packers love to get a love to pick up QBs way before they need them. Like they yeah. see this they is the problem. Rogers, Packers are three and zero, oh, and it's just like I don't know why, but every game I feel like we can lose it. No, and no, I, no. I just, so, coach, oh no, I know coach, how you feel because I'm a Giants coach, fan. So trust coach, me. Because of the connection between Lafleur and Rogers, which I saw Week One, after Week One, I called fourteen and two for the season, and I'm sticking by it. The, the issue is going to be when we hit the playoffs and we have to play Seattle, whom we have not will not have played in the season, and we're going to have to play whoever we have to play from the AFC, probably the Chiefs. In the NFC Championship. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, the Bucks game will be telling, but I think we got it. See, like, I'm also crazy enough to be like, move over 72 Dolphins. Perfect season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking uh, about language. All right, now we're talking about God. Now See? we're talking about God. <laughs> now we can bring theology back into it. <laughs> yep, yep. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? I'm not going to get on. The I'm not going to get on the topic of perfect seasons. Um, <laughs> as, a, as a Pats Steve. fan, as a Giants oh, fan, me and Steve are <laughs> talk about perfect seasons, do no. we, Steve? <laughs> we That's how we maintained our friendship over these years. I'm not, well, I'm not even so, Catholic, and I still say three hair hail marys before Rogers plays. <laughs> <laughs> See, everyone's a Catholic when it counts. That's what I'm going to say. All right. Well, hey, uh, we X Wing or something, right? So, no. Yeah, actually. Well, no. Before we get no. to X Wing, Steve, Woo! you have to ask about beer today because yeah, well, I was trying uh, to I do got that. a beer specifically for yeah. Now right. we're ten minutes in or whatever. This yeah, is. yeah. I was trying to get to the beer. So here's here, here we are, Joe. We were talking you, about the Packers, and you had a hard time getting to the beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, the the Packers love. It's that kind of show, man. It's that kind of show. Was just too much to get Fair through. Enough. So all right, Joe. What do you get to drink? I'm not saying I'm not enjoying. The six pack of Oktoberfest from Sam Adams that I've almost killed here while we've talked about football. <laughs> but Steve, can we can we can we talk about how much I want this to be werewolf? It's oh, Oktoberfest yeah. season. I want Newcastle werewolf so bad, and I don't yeah. think they make it anymore. Have you, did have have either of you guys uh, ever had uh, Newcastle werewolf, Coach or Dom? Nope. 
So I have not, but I love Newcastle. So so, so Newcastle made this used to make this seasonal beer called Werewolf that would it would come out it in was October. A blood red ale. It was a blood Ooh. red ale, yeah, and it was the it was a very weird Ooh. beer, but it was one of those beers. Well, actually, I've never tasted anything like it because it was good, but. You would start it in the first sip, and you'd be like, "This isn't very good." The first half, the first half of the first bottle, you're like, "Why do I?" It was seasonal, so you're like, "Yeah, why do I look forward to this every year?" But then you get to the end of that bottle, and you're like, "Oh no, no, no! Now I get it. I get it, and it's my favorite beer ever." But it was like so, that with every single beer, every single one you opened. No it was like how three solid. It was like three years. You're always like, "I don't remember why I like this," and then by the time you got to like the end of the first one, you're like, "Oh no, this is the best." Yeah. So. What would you liken it to? <laughs> that was a good one. Right? Touche. Touche. No. Right? <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that up. Yeah, right? Um, Slow cap coach. Still got it, boys. <laughs> it was... Steve, talk about your beer while I think about that. I'll have to give that a moment's <laughs> yeah. consideration. Well, I, I, went, I, went, uh, I went real, real uh, basic All-American tonight, and I got, the, uh, I got a Bud Light. What the fuck? Really? Yeah, I know. Wow. Is it a 40? Oh, man. Wow. I mean, is it like, just a regular... at least go diesel. I'm did, I, say. did I bring that to your house? Yeah. No, like... I, I, I oh, had okay. to stop at the gas station, and I chose I chose poorly on the gas station. And You the, did. The one that I went to had very bad selection. Because I have two um, 40s of Bud Ice on top of the fridge. <laughs> oh, I could drink Bud that in solidarity with you. Yeah. Fuck, but yes. No, no. Bud, Bud Ice, Ice is the 49,000th best beer on BeerRaider.com, and it's a 47 out of 100, which proves that the 50,000th best beer no. is still Bud not Ice. half bad. Bud not Ice. half bad. All right, all right. But Coach, Ice, top five. Top Coach, you know five what? beers all time. Coach, you know why we have it? Because we were going to play Ooh. Edward Forty Hands up in Atlanta when we went up there a few weeks ago, yeah. and we realized there was just two of us. It is impossible for one person to tape up you the other one, and then the other it. one to tape them up back. You're like, we need a third person. Unless, unless you guys are really good with your mouth. Then. Yeah, so, yeah. so Travis Cooper, who you might also know, got out of doing Edward Forty Hands with High Life because we're fucking idiots. You guys always got to have a taper. Yeah, oh, yeah, you gotta have a Wait, taper. So you, you guys got... went up to Atlanta for the weekend, even though DragonCon wasn't going on. Did you not mean? listen to my my cry for help, Joe and Travis? I did, did not yeah. listen to your. Po- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. I've not Dad, listened to your solo. It's, it's easily the best podcasting I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All, all the episodes. <laughs> 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 I should have added some X week on the end so I could legitimately like tie it to this. Guy. So, so by the way, so Coach, have oh, no. you ever heard of Have you ever heard of Dragon Con, Coach? Yes, I have. So have you? That's ever in been? Atlanta, isn't it? It's in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been? I I don't go to Atlanta. Okay. I've it's, driven. So other than that, neither Iowa, do I. Yeah, being me, from me, Iowa me. and living in Orlando, I've driven through Atlanta enough to where I will never, ever go to ah. Atlanta again. That's what's great because for Dragon Con, you drive to Dragon Con, and then for six solid days, you don't drive again. That's had, that's important. If I the only way I would go to Atlanta is if the Super Bowl is there and the Packers were in it and we were favored by like twenty five. <laughs> God points. Like, bless. God that bless. might be the only reason I would go to Atlanta. I, I mean, I'm not, w- not mocking the people from Atlanta. Yeah, but your shit, your your city's shit. If there's I one, mean, if there's traffic one reason, wise. To go to Atlanta, it's, it's a real Con. dilly of a pickle. Let me tell you. Oh fuck! So Dragon Con, and y- you would love Dragon Con, Coach. I know you would love it. 
Is that where the Barons had their big deal and no. the sunshine no. Wait. fucked it up? No, no, that was during, um, what was the con that was going on then? Mobocon. Mobocon. Okay, alright. That was fun, too. That was a good episode we did, because we had the, the Scooter Gang. Yeah, yeah, that was, the Scooter that Gang was Scooter a fun gang episode. Was fun. Although, I think it's like a four-hour episode, so, like, it's a very know, long plan one. a day to listen to it. Yeah, it's a long one. But, uh, yeah. Four-hour episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we were conscious for the whole thing, so that makes it feel longer. <laughs> oh, well, then it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, if you, uh, I, I think, I think if you ever have an opportunity to go to Dragon Con, Coach, I, I think you should make an exception to your Atlanta rule just for that. But, I, but that's it. I, I will try to justify it, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> listen, I have a never leave the East Coast rule based on trips to Ohio, Indiana, and Texas. So I will never leave the East Coast ever again. But I mean, if you guys have a cool tournament. I'll do it oh, for you, buddy. You you literally picked the worst three states in the. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say, like, Joe. Come on. You're not gonna come to California, God's country. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I'm pretty sure they banned God in California. Did they not yeah, do that? Uh, fair, I listened fair, to the fair. debate earlier. I thought they said uh, that. Totally fair. <laughs> Aren't you like from San Francisco too? <laughs> I'm. I'm not. I'm not from NorCal, but I'm not from San Francisco. Okay, from, just just yeah. close by. Davis Davis, California. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's like like that's pretty good audio from uh podcasting from your tent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <touché>. yeah. <laughs> Sounds pretty good coming from that yurt you're in over there. Ask me about my beer, Steve. Come on. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yes. I got sidetracked. How's again. your beer? Dom, what kind of beer do you have? So I only I was gonna I was went to the local uh you know, liquor store that's been open since uh Prohibition on my corner. And I was like, I'm going to get Yingling. And then I was like, no, I have podcast tonight. I should have something good to buy. I What's wrong with Yingling? Podcast. Well, no, no. So I've had Yingling like the last three podcasts. Yeah, it's oh, great okay. value beer. Yeah. It's great. You need to but spice I need, it up I need something. Bit. I need yeah. to spice it up. And so I was like, okay, all right, I'll look around the shelves. You know, they don't have a huge selection, but they got some stuff. And they have a lot of Cigar City Brewing beers because that's a Tampa, you know, pretty well-known craft brewery. That's Cigar a City is a really um, good brewery. Right, yeah. And uh, and sure enough, on the shelf for Cigar City Brewing, they have their double IPA, which, in fairness, I don't really like. It's called Florida IPAs, Man, and it's called Florida Man. And I was I have, like, I have I'm, had that. I'm fucking buying it for the Florida you gotta Man. Got to do it. Plays X Wing podcast. So, there you go. Uh, I am drinking a six pack of Florida Man, which is eight point five percent alcohol by volume. Divine Yay! intervention. Divine yep. intervention, yep. right there. Yep. Yup. Absolutely. All right. All right, coach. All right, coach can you beat? Bud Light. <laughs> that's that's your well, bar. <laughs> un unlike you fucking mere mortals, I'm drinking whiskey. <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, oh, that's oh. So, so what you're saying is I should go over and get the bottle of St. Augustine Distillery Rum over there. So we'll have a get, real podcast. So, so just get ready. We could have a real yeah. podcast. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I love that you just assumed that I, uh, that I would not be following the Gordon rule, which I would not, Ooh. which I won't. So I, I'm glad you just assumed made that assumption. That was, that Wait, was, that was I funny. have no idea what the Gordon rule is. Is that an Oh my god! Thing? Yeah, ex coach, oh explain the Gordon the Gordon rule. Okay, um, Gordon rule. Well, first of all, I'm not breaking the Gordon rule because it's not my podcast. Exactly. Yeah, it's so, Carlos's podcast, and he's not even here. <laughs> see. How did the Gordon rule go? I am not allowed to drink whiskey on an OCX radio podcast show. If I do, I have to pay Gordon 
I thought it was a $50 gift certificate to OC Games and Comics. I think that's the right... You know, Bruno may correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's the correct answer. <laughs> okay. It's been a while, it's though. Been a while. <laughs> hey, stupid question. Re- what's, OC, what's OCX? What's OCX? Yeah. Fuck if I know. Some oh. dinosaur fucking show. podcast that never did any good. <laughs> Steve, what's OCX? Uh, it's the coach's old podcast. Orange, is it Orange County? Uh, Orange it was, City? Um, Orange City, Iowa? So it, it originally started out as Orange City X-Wing. Yeah. Okay. And then we started the podcast, and we're like, fuck that, let's go with Open Community X-Wing. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. And we opened that bitch up to everybody, and had a <laughs> huge let anyone in this thing. <laughs> we let everybody in. Uh, we had a huge following. We did, uh... We were the first ones to branch out and to do a consistent live YouTube show every Wednesday night. Um, and it was, it's basically you guys, only better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Uh, uh, on a similar note, until about 1234 this afternoon, I actually thought you were Uncle Mark, and I was really disappointed. Oh, shit! <laughs> like, literally, literally, Travis like, you know Uncle Mark and Coach are different people, right? I was like, oh, fuck, I did not, but I guess I do now. This guy sounds cool, too. I don't know if that's, like, a compliment to Uncle Mark or a diss to me. <laughs> no, no, it's just that I don't, I, I don't, uh... Oh, man, if you have not listened to OCX Radio, um... You probably should. <laughs> we have an extensive library, and uh, we we tried to do X-Wing news and stuff like that, but it usually divulged into hilarious hijinks and drunken behavior on I, a stage that was live. I yeah. remember Steve playing on the way back from a Keyforge tournament in Miami, and on the way home, all I could think was like, I kept asking him, was like, so they record this on Wednesday night? He's like, yeah, he's like, does anybody go to fucking work Thursday morning? Like, Man. Thursday <laughs> It's like, these are kindred spirits, but damn, this is harsh. For a solid two and a, two, for a solid three years, Thursday mornings really fucking sucked. I mean, it, it really sucked. Because, I mean, it, at least the Gordon rule came into effect, and that helped out a little bit, but it was still like... Man, every Wednesday I was downing. I would get, I would go through a six pack, and we're not even done with our first guest. And I'm like, shit, damn, son. So and then I started buying twelve packs, and then we started doing shot. Oh, it was, yeah, man, it was liking a frat party to an X-wing podcast, and that's pretty much what we were. Yeah, like Uncle See, Mark was classic blue. Like he yeah. was our oh my god <laughs> you're my you boy are blue. blue you're my you're boy, boy blue. blue holy shit how did I not realize this because nobody oh, ever flashed man. him and he died <laughs> yeah he's not dead because yeah, if you get, you get it flashed in an X Wing tournament like it's a bad day it's like those are some huge knockers but sir I'm going to ask you to put those it away. Went, it, <laughs> you, <laughs> it was uh. OCX Radio was literally like old school, the movie, only for X-Wing. That's what it was Ugh. every Wednesday night. Um, I don't think we ever let down a crowd on Wednesday nights. Um, it was it was just a good We're time, man. Streaking. It was streaking! It, uh, it, it was like a safe haven for other podcasters. 
Yeah. Like, um, they would come onto our show and they could just let loose and say whatever the fuck they wanted to. <laughs> they couldn't do it on their own show, but they could do it on our show. So that's kind of what, what our, where our notoriety was, is they could come on our show live, talk with fans, but just, like, drink and I'm have fun. Sure the, and the most drunk I've ever been on a podcast was on OCX. Holy is that fuck, a Carlos? it's Carlos! Carlos, welcome to your podcast. I have to go take a leave. Carlos, you're here! Wait, Carlos, my hero. What did I miss? Did you choke hold your wife? Did you put her to sleep? Yes, yes, I had to. It had to be done. I, you know, I was, I was so. It, the other shit show ended, so I wanted to see what this shit show. Was. <laughs> yeah. I almost couldn't tear myself away from that shit show. I was oh late God, to this so to the podcast. Yeah, it was. Hey, uh, yeah. hey Carlos, how about you be a professional uh, podcaster and cut that feedback you got going on? Actually, I think that's coming from Joe. I think he said, "Oh, damn it! Just, just let it be Carlos, though." <laughs> Fuck you. No, Carlos doesn't need to turn his mic up, though. That would be helpful. No, I, that would be helpful. And Stephen, oh. Stephen promised, made me promise not to talk too much about politics. But yes, there was shit going down tonight. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, the debate happened. Was the first presidential debate. Yeah, it happened. Or as I'd hey. like to call it, two toddlers arguing, <laughs> and a third two toddlers, toddler one rattle. To stop. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even watch the debate tonight because I was going to be on this prestigious podcast. I'll give tonight, you a hi- so. I'll give you the highlights. It sucked. There you go. <laughs> We're fucked. Did, <laughs> did mean, we think? I it, mean, as as entertainment, it was amazing. If that's did what we you're think it was going to be good? I mean, did anyone really no, think it was no, going to be not. good? I, I, I know. It was, it was too, we were prepared for a shit show. Yeah. I, I mean, you have an angry man and a man who doesn't realize where he is at. I mean. That's just not an argument I I really need to see. (laughs) They're kind of both. (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say which one's which, Coach. Well, I I was, uh, I was hoping, I was hoping uh, they'd hype Joe up on some Adderall tonight, and (laughs) we could see like (laughs) Hyper Joe. But again, I don't know. I haven't watched it because I'm sitting here talking to you, schlubs. So no, essentially, um, I I planned for watching two geriatrics go at it tonight, and it was actually three. Like the moderator, Chris. Yes. So yep. It was, I still uh, it's basically three old dudes just yelling at each other, and it was. It, in the first segment, one of the guys was like, "Well, that was a real productive segment," and that's pretty much how I felt about this whole thing. It's like, okay, yep. It's like that. That right there, you nailed it. You just pretty much pointed out what's going on here. It's like this was real fucking productive. I'm glad I spent the time to deal with. Yep. It. All right. Let's let's see if I can get us all to agree on one subject towards politics. Mm-hmm. Joe oh, Rogan. No. Joe Rogan should moderate the next debate. It'd be funnier. That's for sure. His interview with Henry Rollins was actually quite enlightening. But that's only because Henry Rollins is my hero. His interview with everyone is enlightening. That's the only I've seen, though. You know, that's why he has such a a great podcast. Because he is a literal layman. Like, absolute layman. But he gets super fucking smart people on his show. Henry Rollins is my goddamn hero. You know what those people do? They explain super hard shit to a layman, and I'm sorry, I'm a layman, and man, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. They explained it (laughs) to the janitor from News Radio. Yeah, and they get high and and talk about funny shit, too, so. So we got a, Coach, we got a surprise here for you. Uh Uh-oh. Ryan. Hello. Ah! Cracked a beer. (laughs) 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 Fucking. On Topski! <laughs> God. Shit, what's up, dude? 
The this is like this the, is your life with the uh, Groucho Marx. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the bar that I see from Steve Steven's like voice thing just shot up red. From yeah. You. <laughs> oh, see, they made me turn my mic down because I was peaking a lot. And I didn't fucking, make you do shit. You're like, this is a professional podcast. Is like, yeah. 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 John is peaking like you can't fucking believe. So, man, coach, I miss so, hearing your voice. Oh, I miss hearing your voice, buddy. Do you guys oh, want us to leave so, so you guys can get so a room? I don't, know about Carlos and, <laughs> I don't know about Carlos and Joe, but I did not know about this either, so surprise to me as well. Uh, it was this, this is something I just uh, worked out with Ryan a little while ago. So, so this is, I see this is what's going minute. on here. I see what's going on here. See, we were going to have a night full of zero content, and you bring in the 100% guy to talk content too. I'm uh, with the flow tonight. I yeah, my he's not here for content. He does way too much content on Monday nights. This is but, this no. is but not also, a con content night. You, you brought in the coach whisper. See, that's the thing. Yeah, like he <laughs> is the only person able to explain what's going on in the X-wing world to me. <laughs> because I feel like I should been, listen to OCX. I feel like you guys are kindred spirits. Like oh, I don't know how you have not listened to OCX radio because Joe, I mean, Joe doesn't. I don't, I don't the use the internet. <laughs> the only time he's heard, the only time he ever heard it was in my car here's, on the, on the trip, surprise on for trips you. to Most of OCX tournaments. also didn't use the internet. We just had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until earlier today, I thought you guys were both uh, Uncle Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tomsky, he thought I was Uncle Mark. <laughs> God. I won't lie, I was a little disappointed, but then they told me who he was. Like, nah, that sounds cool too. <laughs> So to get this out of the way, I am drinking what is called a Buzzsaw IPA. Oh, from, and it's Ooh. from a brewing company in Ann Arbor, Michigan. All right, coming in with Ann something Arbor fancy. Ann Arbor is a great place. They recently um, decriminalized, um, what's it, the uh, fucking mushrooms and shit. Yeah, it did. Like it does. Thing to show up on my feed in Facebook. Carlos, like, oh. turn your fucking mic up, <laughs> <laughs> or or get closer or something. I know you I got babies and kids. Oh my oh god. god. Not oh, that not, oh, dial it back, dial it back. Back down, back down, back down. Hi, baby. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Oh god, now it's truly Carlos's podcast. Yeah. Now, it's, now it's ASMR Carlos. Yeah. Now I'm in charge. This is, it is ASMR. There's nothing, there's nothing better than ASMR Carlos. That's oh the best god. Kind. That was fucking perfect. That was great. I may have a beer from an Ann Arbor Brewing Company, but I do not set foot in that town because I am a Spartan, not a Wolverine. Wow. Uh, uh, Staunch. Staunch. We were just talking football earlier. The, yeah. Uh, Dom and Topsky, Coach are having a love your, affair with the Packers. You missed the... Yeah, the... Uh, Topsky, how's your football team... Uh, how's your fantasy football team looking? Fantasy football team? Uh, yeah. Pretty solid. Well, I have we know how the Lions are looking. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they saw <laughs> oh, no, 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 win no. against the Cardinals? Like, what? Yeah. Until that... Oh, they did. Cardinals the Lions, the Lions had not won a game since every team in the NHL, MLB, NBA, and WNBA had each won a team or had each won a game. That was the stat they were rocking. They had won since like December of last year, and like multiple leagues that didn't even have seasons regularly in between had won hey, a game. So I'll what? give I'll give the Lions credit. They beat Cardinals, which I'm sorry, I thought they looked really awesome first two weeks. Cardinals do look great. Uh, they're my sleeper team, even though I think they're not actually a sleeper. But I guess to uh, highlight my fantasy football team, I have Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Taylor, nice. and Kenyon Drake. Nice. 
There you go. Nice. God. Well, I got Joe Mixon. Been okay. <laughs> I got Joe Mixon. <laughs> <laughs> fucking auto draft. I have auto draft. Damn it. In, in, our, in our draft, we we let Mixon drop super far. Oh no, I got him in the first round. Thanks, auto draft. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but don't really. I got I got Nick Chubb on the wraparound. <laughs> oh, he's and somebody tried to you. trade me, and I was like, "Thanks for your interest in my Chubb." I also <laughs> grabbed that Tennessee tight end, super late Smith, who's been doing really good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a kicker so, in the ninth round who has missed a point after two out of his three games. Is God that the damn. is that the Eagles kicker? No, fucking Butker. You oh. can kiss my butker. Oh, Kansas City, yeah. Uh, yep. It's like they never get field goals. They just get four touchdowns a game, and he misses well, a point after on 25% of them. You yeah. could be the person that drafted Gustowski and after the first two games dropped him, and then he throws a 25-point <laughs> bomb on yeah. the next game. You're like, yeah. gross. Gross. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. I, th- I, think my fa- I think my favorite meme that's come out of the NFL so far this year is where it's from the Pirates of the Caribbean, where... <laughs> It's uh, oh, the, the, the Bears. Cap- yeah, the Bears won. Where it's the British captain looking at Captain Jack. It's like, you are absolutely the worst three and O team I've ever seen. And then it turns yeah, but out, you have well, seen we are three and O. Shouting you out, Kyle Stoos. Yep. Shouting you out. <laughs> you and your fucking Bears. I mean, even as a Tigers fan, I can appreciate the Bears. I can appreciate. Can you imagine P-break. a, a three and O team that had to swap their quarterback halfway through the third game? And they're going to start him next week, too. That's yeah. the worst part. They're like, no, he's the starter now. You're like, well, okay. Mitch Trubisky is is pretty bad failure. I'm not sure if Trubisky or he's Jamarcus is going to go down. It was one of the worst QB failures in draft. Ugh. Uh, the worst? I guess, yeah. Potentially. Guess. Uh, you didn't draft Blaine, uh, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, but, like, wasn't Trubisky, Trubisky was picked <laughs> over Mahomes? Bortles. Over, it was over Mahomes. God, Trubisky. Yeah, that's playoff games. Mahomes, Mahomes isn't that good. No big deal. Lamar Jackson too. It was over Mahomes yeah. and Jackson and Lamar Jackson. And Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. It, it oh, was over right. some pretty bad. seriously Gross. good players right now. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. That's fair. Now, now I got to look up the Blaine Gabbert draft and see who we missed and missed God. for him. I think Deshaun Watson was one of them. Yeah. I, I, I hate these tangents because I could go to previous Lions drafts and they are ridiculously sad, the people we just missed on because we picked someone else. You Are you a Lions fan? I was. Am oh, I a Lion? I, I think I have a mighty roar. Come so on, let's put it this Ryan. way. What do you mean, come, come on. on? Look, I mean, come I, on. I, I, it could I be worse. You could be a Giants fan. I decided this, this about. I am, motherfucker. I'm a Giants and a Jaguars fan. How much does life suck for me? This podcast <laughs> is currently two sixth uh, Packers fans. So yeah, come on. So two I decided ago. about two years ago, or two two and a half three years ago, that I was going to stop watching football on Sundays at least for the Lions because it it most about seventy percent of the time brought me sadness for my Sundays, and I didn't want sadness on my Sundays anymore. So I just stopped watching. And I felt a lot better. It felt better about life. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Ryan, and I was a Lions fan. <laughs> this is AA Ryan, for Lions fans. If, mm-hmm. if we want to talk X-Wing, I actually have, like, mild, friendly X-Wing beef with you. Oh. Oh, oh shit. It's, it's someone spicy. Someone has beef with me? Holy shit. I, I mean, I'm, I'm mean, usually, like, a like, wholesome person. I, He's like, hey, I think I was that important. I mean, it, just pulling back the curtain, I mean... Ryan here was the one who uh, encouraged me to, to uh, not fly Ray 2A, which is 
by the way, the most successful archetype against uh, the current field. So in the current meta. Wait. What the fuck is two A? Who am I talking to again? I I, I oh, need names. Oh. I don't see all the names. It's no, Dominic. Do this is Dominic. Oh, Dominic. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I fucked up your X-wing career. Hi. How's That's going? not true. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that is a hundred percent true. It? <laughs> it is a hundred percent true. I can I can provide receipts. I can uh, we'll post in the show notes that Dominic the has messages. a strong X-wing career. I could not fuck it up. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna right, interject sure. here one second. Wait, Topsky, you're not a Lions fan anymore. I haven't paid it. Like, look, I will be happy. I mean, deep down, you are. You're just not if paying attention. I will be happy. I'm not paying attention. I I refuse to pay attention because I I explained while you were gone. Sundays, 70% oh, I heard. of the time. I heard. Me, okay. I heard. Yeah, you heard. Good. So, I'm you wear your headphones in the bathroom? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. You, got that, you got that Bluetooth. How am I not tech. supposed... Of course. Wait. Of course. That's the tech joke. Come That's on. I'm a fucking professional podcaster, goddammit. <laughs> What's Bluetooth? It, it's a wireless technology, Joe. Anyway. So, uh, Dominic, I'm God aware damn it, Joe. that Ray and 2As have done well. I was not expecting them to do well. It's mainly because that yeah they have the alpha strike potential on Nantex, but it's not the only resistance list that's doing really well. Resistance has definitely like, been one of the best factions beyond Nantex. Nantex is its I, own faction. I got like it two weeks. Sure. I got two weeks for this uh, tournament that I'm in. I'm sorry, Worlds Galaxies uh, Universe it, tournament. No, he's playing in the other. Uh, no, Ryloth. Ryloth, yeah. Oh man, I'm playing. Oh, they got the spice. Wait, the, Ryloth the, the, the is Poland, Poland time too. Zone? I am also playing. Poland. Yeah. Um, but we can talk crate first because Steven's playing crate. I am playing in crate. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing stupid things because I just don't. I. I just. I, I can't bring myself to to play anything remotely related to Nantex. So. I'm, I mean, I haven't. I, got, I just haven't gotten I, a chance to play. So I'm I going in blind. I'm only playing in Mustafar. Yeah, I actually was thinking about signing up for Mustafar to give that a shot, but no, I'm, I'm playing. So did they uh, give? Uh, did they do a hyperspace? Yeah, hyper, they added a hyperspace. hyperspace. Yep. It's it's the quote unquote the last chance qualifier. Yeah, we, okay. we do have an, a, an official Gold Squadron podcast representative here, so <laughs> straight from the horse's mouth. Oh, have, right, you're right. Sometimes, but Dion a lot of times just makes surprises for us. So a lot of people think we know, but we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like Steve with us. We we don't we just go along for the ride. Topsky, I mean, I, how is it over at Gold Squadron? Formal, fun, you know. Form, formal, formal, formal. formal. <laughs> I mean, by, that's by, the nicest way to by, say that. It's a black compare by it's comparison a, to what I was in before. It's very formal. It's a it's a black tie affair. What um, one time? One time, Dion let me carry this equipment <laughs> across six blocks of Atlanta. I carried an HDMI cord for Dio at once, and he like was very nervous. <laughs> no, I had like three, <laughs> I, I had to drag like three of his cases across like Atlanta from Mobilecon. Oh, so I actually, I didn't know who he was. Steve was just like, "This guy's important." I was like, "Cool, I'll <laughs> fucking surf it up." And that, that was a, was that after important. was that after uh, was that after Carlos had like uh, drunk and yes. cuddled with him. We cuddled. Yeah. No, I was oh, I was sober that night. You did so just friends. Thing. So did you do just so friends yeah, spooning. Uh, uh, Dion was looking for a room, and we had three people in our room. So obviously, I had uh, we had one more spot for two beds. So I, you know, just out of the blue, I'm just, you know, I saw him post online. I was like, "Hey, man, we have an extra spot if you don't find anything." 
let us let me know. And he was like, oh yeah, I'll take it. And I was like, okay, cool. If you don't mind an R2 in your pocket. With me on. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the first night, so we had two nights at the Atlanta System Open. And the, the first night was, you know, obviously, you know, we were, we went to bed. I was pretty much, I was sober. I mean, I think we had like, what, two beers at Hooters? Uh, Hooters? Steve? We didn't, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot we went to Hooters. <laughs> like, we didn't go to Hooters. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we went Hooters. to Hooters. Yeah, it was I totally forgot we did that. <laughs> Classy, guys. Classy. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, it was just, that was, was two just weeks ago. That was five minutes okay, ago. Okay, now tell them what we were doing at Hooters, Carlos. Uh-oh. Play, you guys didn't play X-Way at Hooters, no, did no. you? No, why did no we, go- we met my mom and my stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you at least give her a good tip? <laughs> oh, hold on a second. <laughs> He's like pulling up the receipts. He's like, no, as it turns out, I did not. Stiffed my mom so, and Hooters. And then we, oh, well, we, we did go, it, was that the night that we, that was went, we went to, to the, uh, yeah, that was the night we went to the Vortex, yeah. Okay, so never mind. I wasn't completely sober. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, that explains it then. Yeah. I got a lot more drunk the next day. I was thinking more about a the next night drunk. when we got, when uh, when you got shit-faced at the after-party thing. Oh, my so God. I'm so glad you guys are following in my footsteps. So <laughs> but, uh, but no, the like first night. I feel um, a lot better. <laughs> I've been drinking at I, tournaments since I was 14. No, I'm just <laughs> I felt pretty sober that, that first night, and then apparently, like, he woke up the next morning and things were awkward and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden I come back, you know, the system opened and it's like round two or three. And then just people start coming up to me. It was like, so I heard you cuddle with Dion last night. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I like how you like, I like, like how you, you, you don't with him, but I had to carry like his shit. Like, I really like how like you got some play out of him and I had to carry his shit. That's fucking I got terrible. The, I got the good stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My I didn't only, know who he was. My only I, experience drinking with Carlos is like, hey, I can only have one drink and then I gotta go. Wait, you yeah. said that or Carlos did? Carlos, Carlos was did. lying. Oh, was did, a, did I say that? Yeah, co- was, Coach was never that says that. I was at Worlds. Coach. Yep, I was at Worlds. Yep. That's that, that's your own. That's your only like direct interaction. Online, on the other hand, I'm pretty sure it was no oh. six episode where Carlos yeah. got smashed. Yeah, no, oh, you guys went shot for shot. Super smash. Yeah, in person, we went shot for shot. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember who won that one. Awesome. I don't know if there was no a one. No one. <laughs> no one won. No one won that one. All right. Well, let's. Uh, so X Wing. Yeah. Actually, before we get to uh, X Wing, let's, right. let's hit the break. Let's hit the break here real quick. We're doing the gonna... break already. What time is it? Already? Shit. You mean like an hour in? So yeah. I literally just took a piss. I don't need to take a break for another thirty minutes. Well, you know, we're not actually taking a break. We're just oh. we're taking a com- like a artificial oh. break. So it's like a commercial so, break, but our podcast doesn't have commercials. Yeah, it's no not really a magic of editing. <laughs> magic of editing is about oh. to happen right here. And coach, get you're going to record something for me. I should give Chico. I should send have Chico send you guys all of our commercials. I think yeah, I met Chico. Go for it. Wait, do we have Chico on? We've had Chico on twice. Oh fuck you that. guys! Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, okay, one time was for campaign against cancer. Fuck that! I am pissed now. <laughs> Wait, coach, oh shit, coach, coach. Let's make sure. Let's make sure they edit it right. You're not mad at the campaign against cancer part. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. He's. Don't, well, he's, he's mad, mad at the cancer at, part of it. He, he's mad at the cancer part It's not campaign for cancer. It's not campaign for cancer. It's campaign against cancer. Just to make it clear. So many times I said that. Best episode in a long time, I'll tell you what, Bobby. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to hit up the Florida News Desk, and we'll be back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Florida Man Podcast. 
Today, you get your Florida Man news story from the one and the only coach from the OCX Radio Podcast. Today, December 18th, 2018, the police decided to arrest a man for trying to pay for a McDonald's meal with a bag of weed. In Port St. Lucie, Florida, that is, of course. Police in Florida say a 23-year-old man went through a McDonald's drive-thru and tried to pay for his order with a bag of marijuana. News outlets report Port St. Lucie police say the fast food worker denied the trade and Anthony Andrew Gallagher, his name will forever live in infamy, drove off. Only to return again a short time later, police arrested him Sunday on charges of marijuana possessions and driving under the influence. Police were alerted to Gallagher's offer early Sunday morning and got the description from him of him from the worker. They say a suspect matching his description went through the drive-thru a little while later and the police approached him. It is unclear if Gallagher attempted to pay for his order with drugs the second time. It's also unclear if he has a lawyer. In my situation, sorry Gallagher, you'd be fucked. Hello everybody, welcome back to the second half of Florida Man Plays X-Wing, and we are back with Joe, Coach, Dom, Carlos, and Ryan, and we are talking about completely random shit, so um, that's what's happening tonight. <laughs> no, no, we, Buckle we up, about, kiddos! <laughs> we talked about X-Wing in the first half, didn't we? Well, we're, well, uh, well actually, let's let's get this out of the way here, because no, we Dom and no, Coach... We, no, no, we played just the tip. With just, a, just a tip. <laughs> just yeah. a just tip. tip. Just so, so Dom and Coach did have a rule, uh, something out of the new rules reference. There was a new rules reference dropped last week, by the way. Um, so uh, we do want to mention this real quick. Uh, Dom, why don't you, why don't you get g- give your little spiel here about this uh, this rules update? Uh, so I'm all right. Ugh. I've had enough to drink that. I don't feel confident about this. But, yeah, baby. Uh, basically, <laughs> I got, yeah, four more beers on the line here. Let's go. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, six down, four to go. So basically the plan is there's this wacky change to the rules reference guide that affects um, the the ability queue, which has always confused X-Wing players since 2.0 was initiated, right? And... It's the opinion of most of the X-Wing intelligentsia, if you will, um, that this is a major change to the way that optional triggers are handled. And basically the idea is that in a section referring to a completely kind of like corner case rules update, um, it makes the reference to the fact that optional triggers... So, May triggers, right? If we're familiar with X-Wing, of course. Many of us are not. Uh, it May triggers uh, get automatically added to the queue, and then they get decided when, when it's their turn to be uh, actually executed in the ability queue. That's when the player decides, do I want to execute this trigger or not? And you can choose not to, and it doesn't have any effect. Now, this affects some corner case scenarios like decloaking and some other stuff. And I, to be honest, I think this is what this rule is written for, was really just to address these corner cases, because they didn't put any developer commentary as far as I'm aware of out with this. But the community has run with it basically to the point of like, this means that both players are 100% responsible for every optional trigger that comes up in the game of X1. 
And I have some things to say about that, but I'm curious what other people have to say. Coach, did you did you you had something on this, right? Well, so I read the rule. You know, again, I don't keep. I try to keep up with X Wing enough, but it's it's hard to not keep up with it when you're still a part of the crates group. And somebody posted this, and it basically said that both parties, both opponent, you know, player and opponent, are responsible for optional triggers. So I was like. To me, that says, okay, if this trigger did not happen, which usually we, we label that under a missed opportunity, correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it's been handled. That's, in the, that's past. the way I've always, you know, if you forgot to fucking lay a bomb or you forgot to decloak or you forgot to do this, that's on your part. Like, that's your part of the game. It's not up to me to tell you that you fucked up. This rule is now telling me that I'm going to get penalized because I did not tell my opponent that he fucked up. Is that the is that the correct reading that I'm I'm looking at this? Um I don't know because like like Dom said they didn't really give any notes on this particularly. It was it, it's it's just kind of in there as There's like, no punishment. It, so no, the, but here's the, the there's thing. There's no like, punishment factor like, about it. It's just that it just says that both players yeah, are responsible D, to make sure yeah, that the ability to is done correctly. Right. Except yeah. the D and Chris are coming down hard on. I mean, not, I don't know about D, but Chris for sure, right? Like, it's coming down hard on this. Like, if anyone misses a trigger, then that means it's a it's a it's a warning point, right? Like, here's my issue. Okay, I'll go Miranda. So. I would say, and maybe you guys will back me up, maybe you won't, but that in 90%, 80-90% of X, competitive X1 games, people were already being pretty friendly about triggers, right? Like, in the sense of, like, I remind you when the system phase is, I'm not going to rush you through anything, I'm not going to pull any shady bullshit as far as, like, you know, skipping well, phases or anything like that, right? I'll, I'll time you out right there. What level of competition are you talking about? Are you talking I mean, store ta championships? Are you talking regionals? Are you talking worlds? Uh, all of the Most above. Levels. All the Most above. levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the above. All, right. all the above. Um, uh, well, I mean, I, I played worlds. I played store champs. I played yeah. you know, regionals. Okay. All the above. 89% of games, that's not an issue. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, I miss triggers. Like, uh, I was, for example, like, I... I, I was blaming Ryan for this because I played a shitty Ray list, uh, but it was entirely my fault, right, in this uh, Galaxies tournament two weeks, you know, three weeks ago. Um, and it was, you know, three in the morning in London or what time or whatever. Um, but I missed, like, a shit ton of triggers. I missed a shit ton of triggers because th think about this. I mean, this is one example I have, but I have another example. One example I have is that Ray can take Contraband Cybernetics, right, as an illicit upgrade. You can trigger Contra and Cybernetics any time when you activate. Is your opponent really obligated to remind you every time you activate Ray to, to ask you whether you want to trigger Contraband Cybernetics? Right? And, and furthermore, and furthermore, it matters a hell of a ton lot whether I have done the maneuver or not, right? Like, if I activate Ray and then I do, so like, if say, for example, this happened all the time, this happened in, in a tournament I just played. If I'm gonna do a three sloop and I wanna activate contraband, 
you have to fully complete uh, the maneuver. And so if I am going to touch an obstacle, actually, I'm not sure if that's true, but I think it is true. Yeah, right, right. If I'm going to touch an obstacle, I don't want to, to, to activate contraband, right? But if I just forget, and I honestly forgot multiple times in that tournament to, 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 to activate contraband, and then I later go back after I've moved my ship and say, hey, wait a second, man, I forgot to activate contraband, and you didn't remind me, so either we're both getting a warning point, or I get to act activate my fucking contraband right now after I've moved and seen whether my ship clears the obstacle, like, that's kind of bullshit. Like, do you like think that's so? Are you thinking that it will add uh, more to it? Like, basically, people taking yes. advantage of people the other way yes. around. So, so I think there are two options, Carlos. To answer your question, I think either we will. I, I think oh, so. I think the most likely outcome is that we will go through a period of uncertainty where people don't know what the hell they're doing, right? With the new rules, and then we will come to some sort of new, new kind of status quo where still like eighty to ninety percent of people are playing fair X wing. And 10% are not. And the 10% are not who are, are still gaming the system because the system can still be gamed. Let's be honest, under the new rules, right? I'm not going to name names on this podcast, but people we know play shitty X-Wing, right? Um, they mean me. Name them. Right? Um, name them, you coward. Yeah, I mean, I'm... My point is, the people who are shitty are still going to be shitty, right? The 10% of people who are shitty are still going to be shitty in competitive X-Wing. And the 90% who are not are just going to be confused for a month or two until we get to a new status quo, right? And I don't think that we're going to... I think we're not going to improve things. And in the three months, the three intervening months or whatever time it takes to get to a new status quo, people are just going to be confused. And that's not going to help competitive X-Wing. So I'm generally... Although in principle, I'm not against this move. I'm kind of in practice against this move, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, well, Ryan, so he, here's... Go ahead. I'll let Ryan. No, I want to see. I want to get Ryan's thoughts on this one real quick. Yeah, I wanted to hear everyone out on it. So, here's where I think it's going to help, and I think it's what's going to get us as players in the mindset to do. It's going to. It's not going to. What you're mentioning, like contraband cybernetics, right? It's probably on the onus of both players to say if you have anything that active, like you're activating a ship, you have a trigger. We can try and remember you both have that trigger, but it's an odd trigger. It's not its own phase, right? By the time you've ex executed that move with that ship, um, you've gained the information of knowing whether you bumped or not. And that's information you would, you would not have at that decision-making point. And I don't see how a judge can fault either one of you for that, because if you forgot to do it, it sucks. But... You, but that that information gained is too situational. Specifically, when you're so, talking about fully executing, not fully executing. But so I, where, I where totally this is agree. where this Go ahead, is going to help is phasing callouts. But everyone calls phasing callouts, Ryan. Like that's obviously my point. they don't. In competitive X Wing, eighty percent of people call phasing callouts. I mean, I do it in every game, and most so people I play with do it what, in every game. What it's going to do is, is so. I don't know if I believe the eighty percent number. Um, people are normally, they just kind of like, like I've been in many games where forgetting the system phase happened a lot. Um, and now it's just getting like more on the often point where it's, you're not going to like, and be like, all right, I'm done with the planning phase. Let's start flipping. You know, someone starts flipping a dial immediately. It's much better off for now. 
you say system phase and you both acknowledge each other do you have anything you're doing in here as long as you've posed that question and someone and you both acknowledge that you're not doing anything you've both made the decision to not do anything in system phase even though one of you has a choice to do something say one of you has has bombs one of you does not right so i probably i think probably the most common triggers that this is going to help out with is i've seen in plenty of games where activation phase is done and an i6 is uh, on on the board is ready to shoot and they're excited they're going to shoot they're going to initiative kill the ship and they're going to you know help lead towards a, a victory in the game they immediately go to like roll dice and because someone's rolling dice the opponent just accepts that dice are rolling and we're going forward and then crap we missed the start of engagement trigger right so like starting of phase ending of phase things like that are commonly missed things because the base core of the game activation or planning activation engagement yeah, system I, I, start end of phases yeah. are still part of the game that have triggers that i've seen plenty of people say because they started rolling dice with their i6 pilot that we've passed start of engagement therefore that's a missed opportunity even though they got rushed through it maybe not on purpose I, but so it, it, it happened in a situation and it's it's caused the commotion and judges to figure it out yeah i guess a lot of the people jump in i've, I've seen that happen occasionally you're not wrong but I just think it's a small, small percentage of situations. You know, I, I again, I, I, you know, I, I don't Doubt. have the numbers on me, but eighty percent of the time, like the majority of the time, the vast majority of the time, when I play a competitive game, we call out every phase, and and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe that must maybe, be maybe, just because now, you do you, it. You you may be that <laughs> way, and maybe because you do it, and your opponent reciprocates that action. But also on top of that. Does it continue throughout every single turn for the entire game? Because I guarantee you there are those excitement points where you're ready to do a thing, but you've skipped over a, f a small portion of a phase that might have a trick. Yeah, so, but that's the thing. Like, if you skip, if someone rolls dice because he's skipping a phase, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to let him do that shit. Like oh, and, true. and no one I know would let him do that shit. Like if 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 someone flips a dial or rolls dice to skip a phase and he hasn't acknowledged that phase or he hasn't mentioned it, like I feel no. I before this rule change, I felt no compunction saying, "Hey man, you skip my fucking phase. We're going back, son." Like oh yeah, I don't yeah, give but a shit you what your dice you are. you you have you have you know obviously the not only you know I would say courage but you know in general you can acknowledge that you can safely acknowledge that what he's doing is wrong and then you make sure that you can call a judge over to call it out not everybody's in that position yep and most of those people are being taken advantage of in that position it feels That's really fair. bad so but, like but I, let I, me I, ask I, you I, the question I, here I, I think all they're trying to do is trying to expand upon and articulate this as best as possible to limit the people who can abuse it. Right. I just think they're going to abuse it in other ways. Like, they're going to abuse it by... Yeah, you no, know, so here... And, and that's, they're going to so, abuse it uh, by... And now, the traits, point I was going right? to make... Like, yeah, and so, so Dom, you, you, and that was the point I was going to try to make, it was just about that specific thing. You're going to make a rules change, and you may make another rules change, and the game will always be fluid, right, with rules changes. And there will always be 
a small percentage of people that will always use the rules to their advantage to play unfairly. And that is a fact yep. that will never yep. change no matter how many yep. times the rules change. Yep. So, but what this does is that it makes the cheating harder. It does because I, I don't think that, that's and true. I so I call it cheating. I call it cheating mainly because it always has been just how Ryan described it, rolling those dice. And it, it could be that that other player also did not realize that you had start of engagement triggers or, you know, end of activation triggers, but just got excited, but uses the status, the, the state, the current game state as an advantage and says, well, it's too late. You know what I mean, and and that and that eliminates that. So in in mo and I think what you were saying is also true is that in most games I also play, I make sure to identify if I'm if I'm flying a list that uses a system phase, if I'm flying a list that uses other phases very specifically, I make sure to identify those phases. So I you know especially even if I don't know or do know whether the opponent does because it's just kind of like a regular practice thing that I make sure because I want to make sure I play my list effectively. Yeah, I just think that so the cheaters will now. As long as you're think, doing that, it's fair. Yeah, I agree. And I just think most people are doing that. And now the cheaters are just going to cheat in a different way, which is they are going to wait. They, exactly. Well, cheaters are always going to cheat. Hold on. So it doesn't matter. Wait until the phase is passed and then Hold they're going to say, I'm going to jump in here. Trigger. I'm going to jump in here for a second. Is it cheating that you don't know your own list? That's an awful long pause, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not. That's it, an awful long pause. Yeah, it's not cheating. Is that it you cheating don't that you list? don't know your own list? You don't know your own triggers, guys. Yeah, X Wing, X Wing has always been a stamina game. It has always been coach. a stamina I'm game. I'm with you on this coach. I'm uh, yeah. These tournaments gruel on for hours. Topsky yeah. knows this better than anyone. It is not. It is not a. I'm sorry. It's not a rules always fair for everyone game. It is how long can you last? Knowing your list, knowing the phases, knowing this. I mean. How many phases did they add in 2.0? They added like three new phases in 2.0. So there's that much more information to keep track of. If you're at a high competitive level playing environment and you you miss your trigger, I'm sorry, that's on you. That's not cheating. That's your fault. Now, granted, there are people that will know, okay, whoops, he missed it, I'm gonna roll my dice. You know, those, those, those people. And I'm sorry, but if you're at that high competition level, you know to say, fuck you, pick up your dice. I, I didn't get the chance to do my whatever I got to do. Yep. yep. Star Wars if CCG. You if, you don't have the the ball, if you don't have the balls to do that, you don't deserve to be in the top whatever cut. I'm sorry. You just don't. This is a cutthroat game. I, you can't... You can't say. Well, right, guys, I'm not lying. <laughs> now, if you want to go store championship, whatever, sure, right, I get, right. I get this rule for that. But you hit the regionals, you hit the world. I mean, especially look at the prize support these days. It's a free trip to worlds. It's hotel. It's airfare. You're not playing for fucking 
dice Marbles. or freaking plastic templates. You're yeah. playing for some real shit. If you can't understand how your list works and during those phases, then you don't belong to be there. Or you don't deserve to be there. Well, so I, I agree on, on, on some of those points for sure. Um, but my, my thing is, and it's been described before, is just the, the, the kind of heat of the moment kind of situation. And, 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 and what I relate it to is that essentially for X-Wing, you don't have an active referee at all times. So in a True. heat of a moment of True. any kind of sport or any kind of competitive sport, you basically have somebody keeping an eye out to make sure that the rules are being followed. In X-Wing, you don't. You need a judge, and you need to call a judge over, and they need to assess the situation. So that is the, that, that, that's what this is. I think that that's what this rule is trying yeah, so to do. I'm firmly against trying to rule. basically right. I am throw, too, throw coach, in a, a, a referee Ryan to just and, basically uh, say, and, uh, if, so... I, I don't. I don't think this rule has is not without fault. I do think it's going to be a difficulty in policing this in the correct manner and how it's interpreted by judges. Um, this is like as mentioned before. I forgot who specifically said it's still. It's it's an, the rules reference and rules like this is always an evolving thing, and the corner cases and loopholes are the ones that FFG continually. Uh, sees done by players and tries to close them as best as possible. Um, I, it's it, it's just what what we have there is theoretically designed to help even the playing field as best as possible between two different players with potentially two mental mindsets. I here's my here's my issue, Ryan and, and Carlos, like. I, I get what you're saying. I 100% get what you're saying. I just don't think it's true. Like, I think that what's going to happen is the players who have... There are plenty of competitive players who are still going to call it, you know, phases. Like, I'm one of them, right? I'm sure you're one of them, Ryan, right? I'm sure you're one of them, Carlos. We've all played... We've all fucking played Worlds. Know what the phases like, are. Like, we know what the phases are. We're not going to fucking not give our opponent the benefit of the doubt on those things, right? Um, so it's not... We're not really talking about just a different mindset of a competitive play. We're talking about people who want to fucking cheat and people who don't. And the people who want to cheat, you're right, like, this cuts off some of their avenues for cheating. I just think it also creates other avenues, right? Like, if I'm a player and, and I am... So, for example... Like, let me pick another easy, easy example, right? So, like, I pick Contraband Cybernetics at the, at the, at the top of the, the segment. Let me pick an even more common example. Linked actions, right? Linked actions are optional triggers. No? I don't if know. I, it's yeah. your I mean, choice if you want no, to. No, they are. They are. The base yeah, they're optional triggers, right? And so, is my opponent obligated to, to warn me every time I don't take a linked action and I could take a linked action, right? It, you know, if I if I'm an opponent who wants to cheat, right, and I just take a single action and then I wait and see you know see what happens, then I'm like, oh wait, shit, I want to take a linked action. You didn't remind me. You flipped your dial over before I fucking could take a linked That's action. That's it right there. Well, so like, how how often once someone's finished with an action on a ship and it's the next opponent's turn to activate something? I'm, I mean, literally the word set or just like you good. 
That, yep. That's said. Yeah, right, exactly. Right. No, it, but that's it, my it, point. There, there that's is a my spoken. Point. So, so I, hold on. Hold on. That's my point. People of good character make those calls. Like, whenever I have a ship that has a link to action. No, no, no. Hold on. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. Whenever I have a ship that has a link to action and I don't want to take a second action, I will be very clear that I don't want to. I will say set or I will say just focus or I will say, you know, like something that indicates that I do not want to take the second action. And I agree. That's a thing. However, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people who want to take advantage of the rules. Yep. Right. Right. But, but you're saying what you're saying is, though, is like I get that you say that and your integrity is good. If the person with bad integrity goes, I'm going to take a focus and then sits and then doesn't say anything. I, on the other side, will go, are you, are you set? You know, are you good? And they'll say, yeah, I'm good. And then you activate. And if they decide based on the flip of the dial, then that is up to the judge to decide. It's not up to you and it's not up to the other player to decide whether or not that phase has gone past. I mean, it's that's up to that's, the judge. Sure. And that's, that's what I'm getting at. So now when you clearly... Well, now when you clearly defined it, it was like, okay, no. well, now he's trying to use it, the ability cue to use it as a form of after so, additional information has no, been revealed. No, so, but again, this is all, and it all comes back to the same exact thing, which is the same exact thing that will always happen, which is the more knowledgeable you are about the rules reference, the more you can stop people from cheating you. And so, that's the only thing that, that will always pertain true no matter how many changes happen. And I agree. And, 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 that, and that's what it falls on. So just it just adds confusion. No, and I agree with you, Carlos. Like, that's a great point. Um, but I think that, like, if your opponent's. This is my whole point. Like, the rules reference guide is not saying, can you just say set? Like, if I ask my opponent, are they set? That does not necessarily mean, like, have I clarified with him that. That, that he's used that he's declining his option to take his link to action oh i mean oh, well my, my thing is I, just like and oh, if why, i have there's there's, there's nothing there's no additional information for him no. to make that decision off Correct. of so it's like you can offer it to him i i for me like 90 percent though why not like you just say any linked actions are you are you do, gonna do a barrel roll are you gonna do a boost are you gonna take that focus right so, like, so here's you can, the point. You can still essentially say, are you going to do that linked action? You can make it very clear because they don't have the additional knowledge of as soon as they're done with that, they you flip your dial. So I, I, I mean, I do that naturally as a player, no, competitive player, because I want to make sure that that person is completely sure about their decision because I'm about to make mine and it may be, it, you know, maybe my decision may be predicated on what they do as well. And you know that's what I mean? Fair. So, and that, no, and no. that's, that's, that's kind of how it flows. Correct. No, I, I agree, Carlos. And I, I think there's a very, very, very important distinction being made here, right? Between movements between phases or player decisions, right, that that, that do give extra knowledge, right, and that don't. If, is that fair? I think that's fair, right? Like, that's a very important distinction. Yeah. Because I think that you're absolutely right that any time that a player is giving extra information you really shouldn't be able to roll it back, right? Like, I mean, and that's, a, but, but here's the thing. You already weren't able to roll it back. Like, you didn't need a fucking R, you know, rules reference update to say that. Like, you already weren't able to roll that action back. And well, if you weren't, and, and hold on, if, if there is an action that doesn't 
that 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 can be rolled back. So, for example, like the exa- the example the example of an action that can't can't be rolled back is a, is a DAO reveal, right? Or a movement. Is that fair? Like that's giving extra information to everyone. Well, the, yeah, like, period. The movement right? yeah, no, because of it? the placement. It is. Yeah, yeah it the, is. The placement. How many how many, of, how many cars let you? How many cars let you redo a dial? Right. It's not well, redoing a dial, but let's say someone had uh, forgotten. Like like he said, you focus and you haven't decided if you want to do the link to barrel roll, and then someone reveals their dial. Like now you know the dial movement. Like they would have gotten the information. How do you yeah, roll that back? Barrel rolled or not? You don't. You can't. Yeah, well, yeah. I can't. You, you can't. If that's the one. Yeah, but that's right. you back in a bottle. But, but that's but, on. That's that's going to this rule where it's saying, hey, you didn't also- let them finish this. Uh, whatever, and you revealed your dial. Correct. And you didn't let them finish their thing. Oh, well, you Correct. revealed your dial. Can you yes. change your dial? Correct. And that distinction's not in this rule. Like, if if this rule was a little more competitively savvy, where it said, like, you know, if we had a more... Like, I honestly don't think this should be an update to the RRG. Like, to be fair, this should be an update to the... Um, to the tournament regulations, right? To the tournament guidelines. Like, this should be an update to... Competitive play, right? If your opponent gives you information, like, that's it, right? On the other hand, if your opponent moves on to the next phase and doesn't give you competitive information, right? Like, for example, rolling dice, right? If we roll attack dice, right, when when we could have done another action or done any trigger before then, can we rewind that? Yes, because in X1, we just re-roll the attack dice, Right? Yes. It doesn't give new information. We just RRG again, right? We we just uh, you know we we randomly generate the the attack game. Um, in Steven that case, loves that. That's, by the way, that's you a that him. is a yeah. <laughs> Steven hates this fucking shit. So like now we're getting the Steven snares. But like my point is like that's very different from other from flipping a dial, right? It's very different from flipping a dial because Agreed. you can just re-roll the dice. I yeah. mean, so Guys, I'm are, not gonna lie. Are, are, are what we really asking Some, Someone's for, gonna be a loser on that. You know what are, I mean? On that, on that reroll. But, but, and someone's well, gonna be pissed about and it. I, I, I've but it is this. still. I've, I've dealt with this as a judge before. You can't base whether something should be rolled back or not completely based upon a die, a, a dice roll result, because that roll result could have been anything, whether it was good or bad for you in the first Correct. place. You're rerolling it. Correct. Right. Yep. Um, exactly. Yep. But so it's it sounds like what would have helped for Dominic and Coach is if they added a clause in that rules reference, whether or not it's in tournament regulations or rules reference, that details acknowledgement of moving on from that queue being open for triggers, right? I mean, yes for me, but like the main point for me is that I just don't think this is actually benefiting anyone. Like, I mean, I think that you just need to learn that, like, I, I don't know. This, I don't. I don't think it's helping anyone, I, to be honest. So, I'm gonna let you guys get out what you needed because I have a long rant on this, and I'm just no, gonna no, rant go, on it. I'm, and I'm I am so go. done. I'm down the rabbit hole. Other people talk. Please, right. goddamn, <laughs> guys. I'm gonna drink a beer. I'm drinking. Um, damn. <laughs> it's shit like this. Is why I don't play X-wing anymore. That's interesting. Um, how many rules reference? How many 
ticky-tack little shit like this do we need to have added every three months to a already growing document for anyone to enjoy the game? I, I you know, and I, I, I kind of, a long time ago, I, I mentioned this in 1.0 and especially when 2.0 came out, I said... They're redoing the entire system. They're going to make it better for the game. And I do believe that it made it better for the game. Like, the gameplay is better. But they open themselves up to... Oh, my goodness. It's just... It's the same old shit all the time. It is somebody taking advantage of a rule that they didn't think through very well. And then they have to make another rule for that. And then they have to make another rule for that. And then another rule for that. And it's just... It's a never-ending cascade of FAQs and tournament rules references. And... This is this is what drove me away from X-Wing. One was 2.0. I'm sorry, I'm an old, curmudgeon-y kind of guy. <laughs> I loved 1.0. And when they came out with 2.0... they're like, here. I hate change. <laughs> yes, it, it, and, uh, and yes, mostly it is I hate change. I still yep. have my entire box of 1.0. I still do. And to tell you the truth, I am dying to break it out and play with Kyle Sloot Stoos and Chicago and fuck this 2.0 stuff. I, I, I get it. It needed to be reformed, but they they went overboard. But... I'm I'm keeping up with everything, and I'm seeing just like it's it just they thought they dug themselves out of a hole, and all they did was just traded one hole for another, and it it seems to me that they're trying to get everything to be one happy uh, tent, and you just can't do that with a competitive game like this. You are well, going to have, and, and that's. Go ahead. No, you said the key word is a competitive game, and tell me any other competitive game in the world that doesn't have an evolving rules. It's regulations, that's true, etc. That's true, but what they're doing is they're playing the cop versus the criminal, right? And this is this happens all the time in games. The to, criminals will find out how to cheat the system. Criminals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're always criminals. There's always in. criminals. They will cheat the system. And then the cops like, oh, nope, we made this law. Ha ha, we got you guys. Let's... But then there's another... They're never going to win. Like, Let's I'm just sorry. Go the criminals. Like, can we not get rid of these people out of our play space? What? I don't know. No, you can't. You can by shaming them like you No, you earlier. can't. No, you can't. You will yeah, never. Yeah, because the criminals have no shame. They really don't. Did we not learn anything recently? They have no criminals shame. Criminals will be like, no, there's no shame. Um, and and I don't want to call anyone that, that that. I mean, I already called someone out, and I have another yeah, man to call out if but, you want. If you want it, okay. I'll call I'll call out zero people, and I'll just implore Steve. Steve, Steve, out, Steve I'll implore other names. Don't I'll implore Steve to back me up. I always find that guy. Steve, back me up on this. Yeah. In every tournament we ever go to, I always find that guy who's willing to push the limit to the point that I don't want to play, and I just quit. 
Yeah, Joe. Joe does have a is like a magnet we, for the. I, I, really, I literally <laughs> get back stuff. into the game every four to five months, and I'll go to a tournament. And be like, this will be a lot of fun. And I play against the first guy, and he'll be like, the guy that plays Pokemon Go during the middle of a game. You know what I mean? It'll be <laughs> oh, there'll always be that guy who will like make me never want to play again. So I would be. Little, I would be a little different. I would yeah, be very surprised if. Every world's winner, every re- I mean, you take the top twenty-five X-wing players. Oh, I don't right? win. I don't know if you know who I am, but I never no, win. No, I don't know who you are. So um, <laughs> that's fair. No, that, that's justifying. That's justifying me on every level. Thank you. You don't fucking know who I am. I have no clue who you are, Uncle Mark. <laughs> I will. I will tell you. A lot of people in this world know who I am. I am not sure they could say the same about you. Oh God. Uh, well, I mean, this people is, in the legal system shadows. do. In the X-Wing world, not so much. In the legal system, I'm fucking infamous. Well, the cops are aware of who I am. The X-Wing player is not as much. That that was my shot. That was my shot back at calling me Uncle Mark. That's. Oh, you know. uh, but no, that's a couple. I fucking. I think love I, Uncle I think Mark. I sound a little younger than sixty-eight years old. Ooh. I don't. No, I. I'm I, gonna go with. I'm literally, I'm like I. 68? I thought I you were at least the, 80. I can hear the gray hairs growing, Coach. Oh, uh, they're there. Uh. Don't worry. They're coming. <laughs> but, um, fuck, where was I at? Uh, I think we were talking about X-Men or some <laughs> stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you can't tell me that every champion, every major winner, every top 25 X-Wing player has never taken advantage of someone going, whoops, missed this, whoops, missed that, you know, Somewhere along the lines, everyone's gone, well, maybe I forgot it too. Whoops, okay, this and that, you know. I hate calling it cheating when you're following the rules. That's my problem. This rule makes following the rules cheating. Yep, I agree. And that's that's where I have an issue is like, as a competitive excellent player, I... I have taken advantage of those moments, but I am also terrible at remembering my triggers. Like the last tournament I played in at, at Galaxies, I forgot a fuck ton of triggers because I was playing Raykova, and there's a fuck ton of triggers, and I just let them go, right? Because once they're gone, they're gone. And in, under the current rules, as interpreted by the X-wing intelligentsia, right? Like I would feel somewhat uncomfortable enforcing them depending on the various circumstances of whether I had extra information or not and if my opponent suddenly if I if I decline to enforce them and then suddenly my opponent two turns later or a turn later right says like hey I want to roll this back man I'm gonna feel like shit because I'm going not going to want to roll back when I didn't roll back on uh, turns X Y and Z you know what I'm saying well I'll, I'll tell you the thing that I'm that this I'm kind of worried about, and this is just from having judged and stuff before. Is is that this becomes that is this becomes a something that you you get a you'll get a lot more litigation in games where people are are arguing over this thing or that thing and what was in the ability queue and what needs to be rolled back and what doesn't need to be rolled back and and I I think it also I also kind of worry a little bit about pace of play with this um, just because like. All that, all those little interactions that are, are, like I said, at the moment are kind of implied. Um, you know, like if if you're flying two lists that don't have a system phase trigger, you know, like, but then you have people who feel obligated to 
call out the system phase at every you know every single time or or whatever else it is but it's it's just it kind of just adds on to the um just the uh, just the the paperwork of the game basically of, of what yep. of what you're kind of doing within the game yep. just to keep it moving so uh, those are that's kind of where i'm where i get a little bit worried about something like this just because i i think it's um you know it, it just kind of adds more just more stuff to do um that that isn't always necessary and it's and it also feels somewhat awkward sometimes if you're if you're at a table and and like you're kind of playing the game one way and then and then you're playing against somebody who who is who is just very insistent on on like every little minutia piece like that 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 whether or not it matters and it's <laughs> so i don't know but it's right like that's my main complaint like we are at a status quo quo right now right like and I don't think this is necessarily worse as a final status quo, but it will take a couple months for us to get there. And in the meantime, no, it's going to be really fucking annoying. This is going to be the same thing over and over and over. Like, it's cute you guys think this is like, oh, a couple months, this will all be fixed. No, somebody's going to find something else. Well, I think your average, well, this particular issue, I think your you're kind of this average players. Issue. Yeah, your average players and your average games will get used to this and it'll be kind of this this is what it boils down to guys are we catering okay. are we catering to the lowest intelligence players I hope or so, are we yeah. catering to the higher <laughs> intelligence players oh i hope not and this is a competitive game who should we be catering to okay and let me go on this i'm not a big like you forgot your triggers you're fucked player because i forget my triggers all the time and i'm a competitive excellent player but like also, like, I've seen some really fucking bad takes online. Not calling anyone out by name. Call them out. <laughs> I'm not calling anyone out by name. It but was like, me. It was me, like, dude. Sam, like, Sam, like <laughs> you know, X-Wing should not be a... Like, we were nah. talking about uh, X, uh, Star Wars CCG, right? That's what you were, you were referring to, right? Like, well, I... Oh, I so, hold on. So, okay. But let me, let me finish. Like, people saying, like, this should not be a card game. You should not be screwed by missed triggers. And my response to that is like, it is a card game though. Like, it we, is a card we are, game. We, X-Wing is a positional game and a card game. You have fucking cards. You have a fucking, like your cards interact with each other. If you miss a trigger, it's not, you're right. It should not <clears> be what decides the game, but it is a fucking part of the game. There's That's no difference between a card game and a miniatures game. If you can't play your squad, the way it's supposed to be played, then if you fuck up, then that's your problem. I would like to hop on that only because this is the only time in this conversation I'll have anything meaningful to say. Um, in Star Wars CCG, back in the day from Decipher, what the rule was, was you had to go back in that game if you did not give your opponent the opportunity. But if you did give your opp opponent the opportunity, you are under no obligation. You're like, okay, so we're leaving the control phase. Did you want to do anything else in the control phase? They're like, no, I don't. They're like, okay, good, fuck them. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's how it was in that game, yep. and that's yep. how it always was. And that, it that's led how to some, it should, and that's how it should still be. Okay, so let me. It was me, weird, slow play in that saying, game. Like that, but like, they're like, do you want to do anything else in the control phase? Like, no. I'm like, oh, good, you didn't fucking trigger that thing in the control phase. Fuck you. Okay, it was a weird thing, but it worked. Let's bring this back to the real world. Like, no one's gonna go every single phase, every single game, go, are you done with your control phase? Are you done with your phase? 
You don't no. look his face. Everyone goes, you good? You good? Yeah, exactly. And they go, yes. And you're like, great. Because you just fucked up. <laughs> you didn't you didn't now, bother to you didn't bother to force right. trade for three? Question. All right, I guess you and don't want was, to. Fine. And that was and that's my point. That was the current status quo. And now we're changing it to like, well maybe if I didn't exactly specify what ability you could take in this phase, I'm at fault. And that's, and just that's fucked how, up. How uncomfortable and weird of a fucking game is that gonna be? Like Correct. Yes, I am done with my first phase. Well, uh, so, uh, I'm uh, done with my control phase. I have now completed my moving phase for this ship. I'm like, I think we what, lost. What Ryan, fucking fun way. is that? <laughs> I, I, I do. Assuming, I do like how you guys assuming, like control phase. Fuck you. I'm like no, control phase is very important, man. Control phase assuming, is like vital. Shit, man. Assuming and, and if they call a judge over and you go. I told him if he's good, he's like, well, I didn't mean he said I'm good for the entire phase. Am I in trouble now? No, hold on. So uh, assuming this rule is made right to limit, you know, people that take advantage, and I don't want to call it cheating, take advantage of the phases and, and just the ability queue. Do you think that it's more likely that a player will take advantage of another a person, another person forgetting their queue? Or do you think a likelihood is that a player will take advantage of them purposely missing their own it's, cue it's equally to gain likely. more information? It's I equally guess. likely because there are equal number of cheaters, Carlos. I tell the you what, guys. Cheaters are still the cheaters. I tell you what, guys. Like, I, live by, I live by two rules. Does this become a list, a list building? Carlos, uh, let him speak. <laughs> guys. This is no. probably the most prophetic thing I could ever say on this podcast. One, I literally just put my feet on the floor. I'm not even. I don't have out the gun anymore. I live. I live by two rules whenever I play any game. One, I live by the Doug Kinney rule. I treat my opponent like I want to play him again. Hmm. So I, I like never want to. I would never want to fuck him over. I never want to do this. I always want to be able to go to him again and say, "You want a game." If he misses something, whatever, blah, 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 something weird happens, I want to treat my opponent like I want to play him again tomorrow. That's how I treat my opponent. That's the Doug Kenny rule. rule. World's Championship number one winner. I think it was at DragonCon, no less. No, that was at Worlds. No, that was at Worlds. (laughs) It was in Minnesota. Worlds. Eh? Eh? DragonCon, Minnesota. It's all the same. Number two. If you're not going to abide by the Doug Kenny rule, fuck you. I like it. Let's let's just put that. I'm going to take every advantage I can. If you're going to be an absolute dickhead and you're going to fucking call me out on everything I possibly missed, or you're gonna you're gonna be like that guy that rolls the dice and I'm like, oh whoop, I had this trigger and he's like, oops, sorry, blah blah blah. You know what? Fuck you then. My mine's a little more generic than that because like when I get home from a tournament, my daughter asks me how I'm doing, how I did, and I have to answer. So like I don't do anything in a tournament that I don't want to go home and have to explain to my my thirteen year old <laughs> daughter. No, it's it's a godsend <laughs> truth. Usually all she asks me is, Did anybody land on the space potato? Like that's usually the only thing she asks. <laughs> But if she has to say yes, else, she's yes, like, I landed on a space ah. potato. <laughs> she's like, well, she's like, yeah, she's like, was it at least like fair games? Did you like play good games? I'm not gonna lie to my 13 year old daughter. Like, I'm not gonna be like, 
well, you know, I had this time where I kind of cheated the guy, and she'll be like, what the right. fuck's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> that's probably why you can't fucking wall jump in Mega Man. I'm like, God damn it, you're right. God damn it. So I literally, like, I do use the moral compass of, like, having to explain that I wasted an entire Saturday going and dicking around with my friends. And if all I have to show for is I cheated some other dudes that dicked around with their friends on a Saturday, that's not worth it. That's all I have to say. Treat your, treat your opponent like gold, and if he's treating you like shit, then fuck him. Take every advantage no, I, I, And I, I, I love that, too, because, like, essentially, the when I, I played at Worlds, the toughest game that I had, you know, that, that person and I, like, you know, basically became friends afterwards you know what i mean like we talked and and then we checked in on each other um uh was uh it was george um i can't pronounce his name i think it's labisher or something um george is a great guy yeah i've played him before yeah yeah so like we had one of the most intense games at worlds and you're talking about we're we're heading close to this is swiss rounds heading close to the elimination right we're i think we're both undefeated or maybe we had like one loss at the time um and we just had one of like the most intense games and then it fell on a a maneuver and you know he kind of it was one of those things where like he gave he gave it away where essentially he did the maneuver and then reacted and then realized that his ship was off the board and i looked at him and i was just like I don't know what to do. Like I literally looked at it, I was just like, I don't know what to do because I don't want to be a dickhead because we were having an intense match. It was it was perfectly even up to that point. But it was a Sun Fock and at the time, right? And Sun Fock the you. height of the Sun Fock era. Yeah. Um and you know what I mean, his ship being off the board more or less guaranteed me victory. And yeah, but, I, but I literally just sat there and I was just like, I don't know what to do. And, and, and I realize the game state or what's, what's happening here, you know what I mean? But I don't want to make that call, you know, and, so, and those are the awkward moments. And that just for me competitively, had he been any other person. But what you know was what the mean? call because there? He flew his ship off the board. He flew his ship off the board. Exactly. But, he but you couldn't do it. In, I mean, there was nothing you did. No, 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 of course not. But it just, I'm just kind of using that as an analogy of basically like you can, you can have these intense moments, intense competitive moments. He obviously was a competitor. He wanted to do well. Sure. Um, I did too. And you can still have, and just like you had mentioned, coach, where we had this very negative end to our match that was intense it was close it was back oh you feel bad but because he made this one small mistake it basically ended the game essentially and gave me the win yeah but he acknowledged that mistake and we shook hands we became friends afterwards we checked in on each other throughout the tournament like hey we're checking in on our progress because we acknowledged that it wasn't me trying to take advantage of the rules. It wasn't me or, or anything like that. It was just essentially this is this what happened is fact and this is what the rules state and therefore, you know, this is the result of that. Um, and, I get- and just like you said, like I, that was the most intense game where I literally my heart was pounding like during that moment because I like 
how do you react, you know, for, for somebody like for me in that position, I, I don't want to be the guy that says ships off the board, dude, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I, sure. I I have empathy in that moment, right? But you because can't you can't do anything that about feels. that. That's not what this rule. Well, is no, 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 no. Of course not. But I, but but you know you still have to be uh, like you don't have to. And that's gracious the whole thing. winner. It's yes. hard to also teach. I get that. It's 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 hard to teach people empathy. You know what I mean? Empathy is learned very very early on. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you well, don't, early, you, don't early, uh, you, know, you don't learn it in your your childhood, you're never gonna have empathy for people. Man, so like I tell you what. for me, when I see that happen, like I sit there and I, I get awkward because I go, I don't want to tell the guy that you fucked up, but he fucked up. You know, <laughs> that's basically what it is. Well, I've um, you know, I've and a lot I've been in that position a lot, and it sucks. It's a shitty it's a shitty situation to be in. Because for me, I'm 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 that kind of person where it's just like, yeah. you know, I, 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 I empathize with the situation. So but it's like, some people are like that to the extreme where they that, may let people get away with it, and that other person is actually taking advantage of them. But you and can't. This you're is, not letting. I think, uh, in that situation, you're not letting them get away with it. That's is, my. Is, in that situation, you're not letting them get away with it. They did it to themselves. Is, is people. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just trying to say like the opposite. Like basically, somebody trying to circumvent the rules. Anything that happens, like basically, anything that may not be a hundred percent, you know, just essentially that person that may be empathetic or may be shy or may be just going. I don't want to force a negative situation. Okay, uh, you know. What so I mean? here, to here's basically my tell thing. the player you fucked up, sorry, and then we're moving on. If people that are not like that socially, and there's a lot of them in the gaming community, a lot of people are not very confrontational. You know, well, they will be taking then, advantage of. Then don't be in and a the, fucking competitive game. No matter what game. situation. Well, then don't be in a yeah, competitive right. game. Yeah, I mean, so in, in that situation, right, he probably made a judgment call on the maneuver he needed to do, or if that was his only maneuver, that's the only thing he could dial in, right? He made a judgment call, I would assume, that ended up not working out, right? It's, I, I would assume it was different than the other more controversial thing that happened in past worlds where someone misdialed and it was clearly not intentional or not even a judgmental decision. And the other person on the other side of the board potentially in a similar situation to you is like chips off the board like what you know what do i do but they immediately for you know forced in on them and like no you dialed it in it's off the board right. but this doesn't but that's that. exactly what but, i'm but getting at like but this doesn't help that guys it's so hard to be in that position guys we could go round and round yeah. on this fucking subject yeah forever yeah. and give yeah, multiple examples and this and that it just comes down to like, okay, FFG is going to hold people responsible for not allowing other people to get their triggers off. And if they don't let them do that, then they get penalized. And that's going to take away a competitive edge to some people. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be and the I difficulty of the bit, judges, I... unfortunately, that the judges will have yeah. to figure out what the intent of each player is and what they can actually enforce which is it's going to be tough yeah. it's they're, fucking they're, over judges again yeah it's yeah. because and on, honestly exactly. it's, it's, it's putting more it's, of the onus on those un, 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 unless there's like a like a player in the next table or two like table around you to the left or right that 
can solidly witness what was going on or listen enough to what was going on, it's going to be a he said, she said. And that's honestly most of the weird, controversial things that happen with rulings, yeah. with judges that have to deal with. It's that, he said, she and, said and almost all the time. I, oh, it always is. And I, th- I derailed a little bit on the point I think I was trying to make, which is uh, to go off of what Coach was saying, is essentially the most uncomfortable moment I had at Worlds in a very highly competitive tournament. Like, at the end of the day, like you said, I still wanted to, I want to play him again. I'm, I'm hoping at least that he wants to play me again. It wasn't necessarily, like, it was one of the, the, the toughest moments that I felt like it was more, like, not like kind of like it left a bad taste in my mouth. But it's still like I wanted, I still want to play the game of Xwing with that player again, even though we had like kind of a bad, you know, situation happen. And I think that that's that that still holds true is that yeah, you don't necessarily want Doug to Kenny rule. let the rules. You don't want to let the rules necessarily dictate how you should enjoy the game. It it's all about the attitude on the other side of the table, um, you know. So essentially, rules are going to be used you know to to determine a winner every single time so don't let rules be the reason why you want to hate the other player and go well he used the rules to win the game the fucking rules are there for a reason you know what i mean so if the player used the rules to win the game that's fine as long as they weren't wasn't being deceitful about it you know what I mean? It's, it's the one I'm, thing that I kind of want I'm to I'm just get saying at. that this rule... Uh, and you'll know over. that. You'll know that every time. You know what I mean? You'll know that every every single time when a player is using the, the rules to be deceitful uh, to win in, 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 a, in a manner that's not sportsmanlike, essentially. All I'm saying with this rule is, is it's going to fuck over somebody who didn't know. You know, you're going to fuck over two inexperienced people. That's what, that's what it's going to do. So what's gonna do? I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. Well, it's his fault. He he should have known. He's my opponent. He should have known that. Well, it's his fault. He should have known his own list. And then what's a judge gonna do? Like fuck. Fine. Both of you get a point, or none of you get a point. I don't know. It's a stupid fucking uh, whatever. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, done yeah. talking about this stupid thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't even I don't even we, fucking play X Wing anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. They promised me a lighter episode. Now everybody's getting all serious. Yeah, all right. <laughs> right? Steve, take you it fuckers away. go to break, and all of a sudden we get serious. I know. Well, like, I didn't realize this was going to go this deep. But <laughs> oh, I go deep. Oh, I go deep. all the way in. Oh. I don't play the tip anymore. No. I no. just go all in. Just go all Smash. in. Smash. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, I'll just kind of finish it off with this, and, and you just guys are to, really serious about this next week. Yeah, right. I'll, just just to kind of echo, just to kind of echo, co- coach, with you know, you know, you you have like the Doug Kinney rule, whatever you want to call it. I basically, I go into every game of X Wing basically attempting. It, my my intention is to basically make a friend, and that's why I play X Wing. You know, that's why a lot of people that play X Wing is for is for the community and the camaraderie and whatever else. Oh so, shit! I agree with Steve. God damn it. So for me, it's like going into a going into a game, and it, it's you know, it's treat treat the person the way you want to be treated, and uh, go in with a, with friendly attitude, trying to you know, attempting to make a new friend. And like we look at this, you know, actually just look at the roster on on our podcast here. You know, Carlos and Dom were both guys that I didn't know from Adam, and the first time I met them was playing against them at a tournament. And you know now I consider them some of my best friends, and that's uh, that's that's where that's 
That's where I think you kind of. That's where and, I think and, everybody and should Steve play. And Steve and I's first tournament experience was probably his worst. Oh well, no, it was it was not my worst. It was not my worst. <laughs> oh but you did God, we should do an episode on me, my worst tournament experience. Yeah. Carlos, Carlos did. No, fuck it was me, with me, me at least. Carlos screwed me out of a cut at a store championship yeah. because he didn't know what a modified win was in, in, in one point. Yeah, <laughs> him and I have played. Him and I have played several tournament games. I think that was still that would probably still be the worst experience he's ever had playing against me. <laughs> well, against I screwed yeah. Carlos out of a tournament because he doesn't know what Rebel Captive is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! No, that, that was a that was a that would in the current rules yeah. the ability queue. Would have been able to let me roll that one back. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. You should not have shot at that rebel captain. <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's 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 kind of wrap this up. Let's do the let's do the shoutouts. Um, we'll start with uh, Coach. You got any any last words? Any shoutouts you want to say? Just any anything you want to get out get out there. Coach, did we lose you? All right, Joe. I know you said you had a shout out. Yeah, I really did. Um, I don't get super um, weepy on the podcast here. I usually get super drinky. But um, a good friend of our podcast and one of the other podcasts we do is uh, a guy named Michael Hogan. That If you guys don't know him from, him from anything else, he was Colonel Ty on Battlestar Galactica. And 2020 has been a shit year for everybody, but it's been an extra shit year for him. He's had some recent medical problems that are hideous but um him and his wife have a GoFundMe right now for some of his medical shit that's going on right now um I don't think you should ever give any money to this podcast because we're a bunch of jackasses but Michael Hogan's a guy that we really like that has been nothing but good to us it's had a rough year so if you guys have a couple extra bucks that you can give to him I'd really appreciate that I think Steve could probably put that a lot more eloquently than I could because I'm a six or and a half in. Yeah. Well, Michael, so Michael Hogan was, we met him at Dragon Con a number of years ago. And, uh, and he was just he, like, there's a lot of, you know, you meet a lot of different celebrities at, when you go to a place like Dragon Con and, and whatnot. And he was the most normal kind of down to earth person. I think I'd ever met. Um, who was who you know as a celebrity so to say so to speak you know I started off by running into him and getting a picture and you know asking if I get his picture my picture with him and so we did that and then that that turned into two hours you know hanging out in front of a hotel drinking beers and 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 talking and 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 whatnot so it was you know he's he was a great guy so um yeah if you uh if you do feel the feel the urge to to help him out um you know he had a he had a fall, I think, right? And he's had kind of a severe head injury. Um, yeah. And he's yeah, been. That's a thing. Yeah, he's been. Uh, I think he's 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 trying to regain his ability to speak right now, and um, so yeah. And he's been doing that in the midst of of COVID in 2020 because that's yeah. what we're dealing with, and that's not not a thing I'd wish upon anyone, let alone one of the people I like best in this world. Yep. So. All right. Well, uh, coach, you got any uh, any last words you want to get out there? Uh, yeah. Uh, last words was I mixed a whole another fucking whiskey drink because I thought we were going to talk about BattleTech. But, oh shit, uh, we are going to talk about BattleTech. Oh shit, yeah, oh. BattleTech. Yes, I totally no, forgot. Uh, so we're in shoutouts. So no, fuck that. No, no. I am so coach, coach. Listen, coach. I'm I'm not awake. In the words, in the words, I see you guys are on a hard count. So shout out. 
In the words of the presidential <laughs> debate tonight, I'm not going to cut you off or whatever, but I am. Um, my shout out, sorry, Steve, was going to be to Wolf Knight Radio Podcast. Um, uh, because you guys are awesome. And uh, you put out great content all the time, and I listen to every single episode. Uh, and the most recent episode with Brent Evans was phenomenally, phenomenally, phenomenally good. Oh. Um, and uh, that that podcast would have went for seven and a half hours. Oh, jeez! <laughs> damn! That, God damn! So, so let's so to. to I'm sorry, I'm going to make this go long. No, go for it. So our what last episode. Brent Evans uh, was basically the guy that reinvented Battletech. He took it from Wiseman. He uh, he was the the yep. line developer, got the Kickstarter going, got all of this stuff going, and then turned into the senior art director. But he is the guy at the top. I mean, almost the top. Like literally, if there was a top, he's like one step below. And he just wanted to nerd out and talk about all the stuff that he's not allowed to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally had to cut everything short because we were at three and a half hours. I'm like, we're done. We can't go anymore. And uh, he's like, I'd have gone for another three and a half hours. <laughs> And I was like, well, you can be back on the show, you know. He's like, okay, good. Because <laughs> there was so much he wanted to tell us. And, and Battletech's now in this reemergence era where, man, guys that are 50 years old that have been playing Battletech for 35 years are, like, hanging on the edge of their seat just waiting for the new book to drop. And there's so much excitement going on in Battletech right now. And we're basically the only podcast in Battletech right now, which is insane. But um, yeah, I've I've read uh, so. I mean, I I played Mech Warrior two like as one of the first video games I ever played when I was yeah. a kid, and I never really played tabletop Battletech. And of course, I got into X Wing, you know, like three years ago or whatever, competitive X Wing, and we just you know rediscovered Battletech in the Mech Warrior universe about six months ago. Listen to your guys' podcast. I have probably read, not an understatement, I have probably read 25 Battletech novels in the last six months. Oh, damn! I mean, I mean God like, damn! Not, not this kidding. This guy gets it. Like, not kidding. And, and I mean, I've religiously listened to your guys' podcast, of course, because, like you say, it's the, the only thing out there. Oh, shit, you gotta um, make sure not to get spoilers. Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> no, I I haven't. I mean, I I've I've done a pretty good. I, I feel like because we got a lot of authors play. on, and they're spoiling <laughs> Actually, no. a lot of no, stuff. No, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I I I listen. I read the books before I listen to it. I mean, Forever Faithful. Oh my god. Oh, oh is that not god. such a good book? Fuck oh, me. it's so good. I, I mean, cried I was, at the end of that book. I, I was cried. with you. Cried. It was it was you, Coach Wright, who said that. Um, uh, what was your favorite BattleTech novel before Forever Faithful? Natural was, um, Selection. Natural Selection. No, it was me too. So I, I love Natural Selection. And uh, I read a bunch of other novels. And I read Forever Faithful. And I cried at the end like three or four times. Oh, three or four times. Such a good fucking book. <laughs> fucking so Blaine. Fucking God damn it. It's so good. I mean, I like, I mean, to be fair, it makes me want to like buy a shit ton of Fidelis and paint them up. But like, there's not anything out there on them, right? Like, mm -hmm. anyway. oh, just wait, just wait. 
I know, I know. Um, anyway, it's it's, it's weird so being on the inside loop now. You know, you went from OCX Radio and you're like struggling to get people from, you know, FFG on the show. And then I switched over and did Wolfnet Radio. And now, like, every single top person in that company, be it authors, line producers, art, direct, art directors, everyone, is calling us to be on the show. No, it's awesome. I love and it. And it is That's, super it's so weird. It's, so it's good. super <laughs> weird. Yeah, Coach, it's, it's what amazing. is it like to be the uh, gold squadron of Battletech? <laughs> oh. Wow. Um, I think that's a dig. I'm going to be honest. Wow. I actually don't know what that means. I, was, I think, I was I think that's a backhanded compliment. Ooh. That's not meant to be a backhanded compliment. But okay. Yeah, but the question is, is, is I'm going to backhand Gold Squadron back, or am I going to... So, how about we clarify? <laughs> no, no, if you backhand it, it counts as two. What's, what's, it, what's it like to be, I assume, the number one podcast for a tabletop game? It is, um, it is very weird. Um... Especially since, okay, so he, a little thing that Catalyst did when they started their, their clan invasion Kickstarter, which was to basically inject a ton of money into Battletech to get it where the, the, the people wanted it to be. They ended up raising like $3.5 million. It's like the 120th most successful Kickstarter on Kickstarter. Jeez. And one of their things was, is if you pledge, like, such amount, you would be a canon character in the fiction. Ooh. And that is the pinnacle to every Battletech fan. Like, I just want my name in print. I just want it in print. Like, that's all I want. I want to be in a book, somewhere, doing something. I don't care what it is. I just want my name in the Battletech game. Universe, and I, I already uh, am into Dresden Files. What are the main characters called? Carlos Ramirez. Really? Mm -hmm. Kudos to you. He's also a famous photographer. Oh, no, I didn't do anything about it. Like it's just it's a super <laughs> common name, so it just. So I think I'm I'm pretty free to talk about and who's reading the the BattleTech stuff? Who's Dom? Yeah, that's me. Dom. Dom okay, you can. I'm swearing you to secrecy right now. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. I you're mean, getting. I guarantee getting, you there are no there are no BattleTech people listening to this podcast. So please. Yeah, that, that's that's yeah. why I'm that's why I'm saying it right peak now. Preview. I'm literally swearing you to secrecy. Okay. Um. Uh, you 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 obviously know that Andrew and I are big Wolf Dragoons fans. Um. We are written in. To the big book, the cl the Ill Clan book. Ooh. And not like just throwaway characters either. Like apparently we are very influential in the fiction. That's awesome. And I can't tell you how big of a fiction boner I have over this whole thing. <laughs> because it is amazing and but it's also you know, Here's the thing about being the number one podcast. Like, are people going to look back and be like, oh, just because they have a podcast, they got the, the thing, you know, and the big stuff. 
I'm like, no, we paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> we paid the money. So, uh, but going back to your question, Ryan, it, it's weird, but it's also very refreshing. Because Battletech is, is, was a dead game. And it's coming back. And our group, our, our podcast group, and Dom will attest to this, um, if you've heard, the 350. We yeah. talk a lot about the 350. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm part of the Discord. I, I, oh. I would join up to Wolf Knight. You know, I, w- I would be in the regiment, except for the fact that I have not just had enough in-person games yet. Sure. Or Mega Mech games or whatever, where I can actually, like, commit to a... A mech and like a, a you know a unit and all that stuff. But well, like, I'm in your reserves. You're, so, you're all right, Colonel. You're all right. You're all but you know. The thank, the you, three, thank you, sir. But <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm trying to implement into BattleTech is what X-wing has is a competitive format. It's a 90 minute setup terrain or ops. You know, like you guys, we we set up obstacles. In this game, we set up terrain. You set off, and but the difference is every every tournament has five sen- uh, objective scenarios that they can pick from, and you have to pick your list based off of a con- you have to you have to have a, a competitive list for every scenario, and every scenario is different. And you only get 350 points to pick from. So we're trying to inject a little bit of X-Wing into Battletech. And uh, the, the, the higher-ups are very resistant against it. But uh, we have enough clout with Battletech to... And we have a big enough following that it's going to happen. Yep. And it's always... Yep. That's why this, this conversation about the whole, like, you missed that trigger in X-Wing is so relevant to me now because in my format, if if your opponent doesn't do something, that's a missed opportunity. They don't get to take that back. They fucked up. I have clear stated rules on game state and missed opportunity in my rule book. Yeah. And that's why the two worlds are melding for me with this with this new rule that they just came up with. So it I hate to bring up the whole game state versus uh missed opportunity thing, but it is it has been a very big uh influence on my rule building for this new tournament format for BattleTech. And this rule that X-Wing just came out with is I don't agree with. So coach, on top of the um question of you know what does it feel like to be the number one podcast for tabletop game it seems like your podcast is also helping revitalize battle tech what it so that that's completely different than what most of us have experienced in the podcast and so that tell us about i guess that experience like you're literally helping a game rise again it's it's super fucking weird man it is super weird okay so how do I explain this? Um, and my cousin Andrew, who I had to drag kicking and screaming to be on this podcast. I did not want to do this podcast. This was 
This was two friends of mine in town that were, you know, they knew I did the OCX radio podcast for X-Wing and this and that. And they're like, we should do a Battletech podcast. And I'm like, but Battletech's a dead game. Like, the only people that play it are the people that literally just still play it. They're, they're, not, they're not making any new products. At that time, Catalyst wasn't putting out any new books. And so we started it. And by the stroke of luck, I mean, literally the stroke of luck, two months after we started the podcast, they did this clan invasion Kickstarter. And they finally reorganized money towards of their Catalyst Game Labs does Shadowrun and Battletech and Leviathan and, and a bunch of other games. They finally said, okay, 2020 is, is uh, or 2019 is going to be Battletech's year. And it just conveniently happened that we started a Battletech podcast. But Andrew is very involved with the higher-ups as a, as a demo agent. And everyone knows in the higher-ups who we are because we've been in Battletech. I've been in Battletech for, yeah. shit, 25 years. And he's he's underselling it. The clan Kickstarter set as his pledged goal thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and it made three million. Thirty thirty thousand dollars. Thirty thousand dollars, and it made three million. And I was yeah. like, I bought into it. You know, like I I have never played BattleTech, and I was like, I've I've been in the BattleTech universe from the video games and all this sort of stuff, and X Wing of course, but like. I, I I was in on this, you know. So yeah, no, it's huge. And to be on the cutting edge of the of the floor of the the brand new way, and, and yes, I think our podcast is growing the brand. But our big thing was is Wolfnet Radio is the four of ours opinion of where Catalyst should go. That's always where it started. Like, okay, we think you guys should do this. And then the clan invasion happened. Now, they said that this has been happening for years before that, so we're not going to take credit for that. But we... So here's the thing, right? In X-Wing, you don't want to piss off FFG, right? Yeah, you, uh, or, or like, I don't care. But if yeah. you, if you, yeah, you either don't <laughs> care, or if you want to have FFG people on your show, you kind of have to cater a little bit to FFG. Yeah, our pro- our del- weird Twilight Zone thing was we never catered to Catalyst, but yet Catalyst people wanted to be on the show. So we're getting like, like I'm I'm literally talking and Dom will attest to this. I'm talking to major people in Catalyst and I'm telling them they're doing this stuff wrong and they're like, yeah, we know uh, these are some problems here and there and this and that. It, like I'm not like I'm not catering to them because I'm I I know what Catalyst can be. And I want them to be that. So I guess through my podcast, I'm trying to push them in that direction. And it's weird because I think I'm, you know, I don't want to be conceited or anything, but I think 
we're helping them move into the right direction. Like they're listening to our podcast and they're hearing from, because I mean, we take what we do on our podcast. We take fan email. We have an, well, shit, our discord's like 250 people. Uh, Facebook is blowing up, but it, it's a very weird time for Battletech because we want to be influencers, but at the same time, we're not like, the catalyst patsy boys i guess is what you could say well i was just from what you're describing like i don't know anything about battletech but what i will say is i think from an ffg x-wing perspective one of the one of the things that i've always felt ffg has done a poor almost very poor job of is community engagement uh-huh. and being involved with you being being kind of like this you know early early adopter podcast for this um that sounds like a really good step that Catalyst is taking that I wish FFG would do more of. Yeah, and they are they are definitely um, very receptive. They want their message out there, and I guess we've gained their trust. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. There's, a, there's a huge difference. There's a huge difference, though. I'm not, I don't, I'm not too well-versed on Battletech, but obviously Star Wars... You know, material is very sensitive. Oh, their IP so is would, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would, I would think that yeah. um, that that's part of the holdup on the FFG front because they, they've definitely have done interviews on podcasts and mm-hmm. they definitely have, uh, had some inclination of of base of being more involved in the community. So they they have um, at times, it's but it's cool seems to, to have... see that though. And, no, they they have at times. It just seems it just seems like they they're it seems to have gone away more because I like I remember I I remember in the 1.0 days, um, oh, like Alex Davey and Frank Alex. doing doing interviews with um, with on hell. Scum and Villainy and on yeah. uh, uh, all and, the time yeah and on like Team Covenant and some other stuff like that. that oh, that's, Team Covenant! That was yeah. a Wave Three guy. Yeah. <laughs> So that was another one. Um, but th- so there was there was they seemed to do more of it back then. It seems to have tapered off to virtually non-existent at this point, <laughs> which, uh, you know, it's like uh, it's it, you know, it's I don't know. I, that's that's one of my my issues is is. Yeah, I just think there's a lack of community engagement from uh, from Fantasy Flight at times. Well, and to go back to Ryan's point, um I took heavily what I learned from OCX Radio. Now, granted, we were a fun podcast. We did have Wade on a couple of times. Hell, I think we even have Alex. Did we ever have Alex on? I can't remember. I think Alex was on one time for like a brief moment. But I, I still, I still love that the first thing I said to Alex in person was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like I literally cussed him out the first time I met him. In <laughs> because they changed the rules on the um, the super buy, where oh. it used to be a two hundred point win uh, when you yep. had a buy the yeah. first round buy to one hundred fifty. Changed, yeah, it changed, and then um, <laughs> uh, literally it was me and like it was like two or three different people. We're like, we gotta say something. We gotta say something, and we're like, we all walked up. And it was just like somebody said one thing, and it was like very soft, like a like a softball. And then I just literally came out. I was like, 
That's fucking bullshit. No, that's that's bullshit. Nobody said anything about that. And I was like, this, are you fucking kidding me? And then all of a sudden, like, I think it was like a month later, I saw his face like on an FFG thing. And I was like, oh, that's the guy I yelled at? Like, <laughs> holy shit. Hey, <laughs> so I, I, really I, have, I have a great X-Wing crossover Battletech question for you guys. Okay, one, the question is, would X-Wing be as big as it is if they didn't have a tournament format? No. No. Absolutely not. not. Absolutely not. So what what I'm trying to do with Battletech and what, what our group is trying to do is we're trying to create a balanced format rule for tor- for tournaments. And Good we luck. are getting we are getting major kickback. Like we have been playtesting this for two years now. I'm not gonna lie. It it's pretty much done. But we are getting kickback from some some catalyst people that are saying we don't want that in Battletech. And our, we're going, I'm going. I don't think you yeah, understand it, it, well, if here's, you want this here, game to grow. Yeah. Well, even well that's what I was going to say. It doesn't matter what the company wants. Is what matters is what the community wants. Yes. So if you make the community happy, uh, happy then you should, in essence, make the company happy because obviously <laughs> people will buy more of their product. I mean, I mean so- this, is a, this is kind of a story that's like oldest time in gaming, really. Like when you, you look at like magic. Like, mm-hmm. would magic still be around if it didn't if it didn't have the competitive gaming scene that nope. it had nope. that it created? I mean, that's why that game is as big as it is and still exists and is still and, as big as it is. And even to the point with magic, um, what's his face didn't even expect this to be a tournament format thing. Richard Garfield. Yeah, Richard Garfield. Yeah, he thought it was just going to be a collectible thing. Well, it was. It was the same thing with X Wing. Like X Wing was lightning in a bottle when it came to the tournament scene. They had no. F- idea what they mm-hmm. what they had or what they kind of accidentally created you know the stupid fucking special dice at regionals that's probably what <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the dice the, the dice are real man and so this is where wolfnet radio is like kind of in the i guess what you say is it's it's a podcast but it's also a developmental I mean, we have 600 people playtesting this thing right now. And that's a pretty large group. Yeah. And the the funny the funny thing is that that so the Krolls they call us the Kroll sisters in the <laughs> the BattleTech world, especially in the in the Catalyst world. Um it's my cousin and myself. Yeah. And we keep coming up with formats to do it like Gen Con and Adepticon and stuff like that that are like fun, easy to do, fast learning, and just we give prizes. Like Catalyst doesn't give prizes. And we have been giving like painted mechs and like little certificates and like pins and stuff like that. And every year Catalyst comes back to us and goes, well, do you guys want to do that under the Catalyst name? And we're like, are you going to put any restrictions on us? And they're like, yeah. And we're like, no. Yeah. Like, why Why would you put restrictions on something that works? Yeah. 
And so we are constantly at battle with a game company that needs something. Like, they, 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 hey, I'll give them credit. They revitalized Battletech, and they're doing it in a great way. But they keep railroading us over and over, but then they keep coming back. They're like, oh, shit, they did have a good idea. Damn it. <laughs> like, in the he- in the higher-ups, I, I know for a fact, they call, they call us the Kroll Sisters. They're like, yeah. Kroll Sisters did this, and it's doing well. What are we doing for Gen Con that incorporates that? And they're like, well, why don't we just contact them? And they're like, ah, oh, we kind of want to have it be our own thing. And there's, and there's, we we have like, I don't know if we have moles <laughs> in Catalyst, but they're like, why don't we just let them do it? <laughs> I'm like, they already know how. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where Wolfnet Radio is at. We're at a weird crossroads with catalyst like i think we broke the barrier i think we're in i think they understand that what we're doing for them is helping their game out but it that literally only happened a month ago when brent evans was on like brent evans is (coughs) there yeah that's like having who's the fucking ceo of ffg right now Whoever that is, the guy right below him, that would be like having them on Florida Man right now. Yeah. And. Uh, we would never do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they would never do it. That is more the issue. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's what I'm loving about Catalyst is they're willing to, like, after Brent Evans's episode aired, I am. Uh, I have been given a loose confirmation that literally the top guy is going to be on the episode in the next couple of months. Like the guy in yeah. charge of BattleTech, all of BattleTech. That's awesome. And that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I let him know that I was like. I'm not going to go easy on you. <laughs> like, you pretty much fucked my game up for 10 years. Yeah. What's the deal with that? <laughs> what's, so, what's the deal, man? <laughs> um, but. Wait, 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 wait. Are you guys. Sorry, I have to jump in uh, to ask Coach this. When you. S- Maybe you can't say this. Are you saying you're having Jordan on or Lauren on? Probably, Probably both. both. Wow. All right. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> it's 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 gotten to that point. Damn. Oh, yeah. No. no, I mean the Brent episode was huge, but that's that's the Brent, the Brent episode Brent was huge. Uh John Helfer. Well, I, mean, I mean the fact that you guys even just had I mean the leader of the Brent episode was the fact that you guys had um not to go into inside baseball baseball here, but that you guys had um Oh God, um, Blaine, Blaine Schmetzer, Savelli. Uh, well, Blaine, it was Blaine, really, right? Blaine. Like Blaine kicked you guys off, I, 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 in, a, in a big way, I think. Blaine's a big Blaine's teddy, bear. teddy bear. God, we love Blaine. Blaine. Yeah, it, it, and you know what? Here's the here's the other thing about X Wing and BattleTech. So X Wing, it's just the game, right? New ships, new rules, new this. Battletech, there's fiction. Like, there's a whole line of books of fiction coming out. 
that I think that's what I missed most about being a nerd about a sci-fi game. I was so consumed about what is the new rule reference? What is the new ship count? What is yeah. the new this? Um, with Battletech, it's like I get literature to read mm-hmm. that actually makes a huge impact in the game that I'm playing. That in 2.0, oh man, and Topsky will will attest to this. I've never been a 2.0 fan, so nope. <laughs> Although I I would bet that's more attributed to the fact that at the time, being a store owner, it was frustrating for you oh, more so than the actual development and yeah. the mechanics. Oh my god, I didn't know you were store store owner. That sounds awful. Yeah. I'm I'm not like most X-wing players. Like the 2.0, I was ruined. I was ruined with X-wing when 2.0, basically because I had to order thousands of dollars of ships that people already owned because that was the that was the distributor allotment. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. had to order the new stuff in order to get the new new stuff. Yeah. And I went, all my guys have this stuff. They're like, well, get new customers. I'm like, I'm in a town of 5,000 people. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, I will say, I will say, to a credit of the new owner of OC Games and Comics, if you guys want to go over to their Facebook page and uh, give them a like, they had a 17-person tournament last weekend. Nice. Oh, nice. In a store that can hold 18 people. <laughs> um, and that is, I think it's a testament that X-Wing, once this COVID shit gets done with, it's going to fucking skyrocket. Yeah, I actually, I think we talked about this a little bit on the on the last podcast, but I, I really think that there's a lot of pent-up energy. Obviously, just... It, for doing anything, but um, but people have a lot of, you know, I think there's a lot of players right now who were kind of like teetering on the edge of, of you know, quitting or not playing and whatever else. And now that they were, it was kind of forcibly taken away from them. Yeah. Uh, once it comes back, it's going to be, you know, there's like, it's going to be big. Like Katie the first, bar the door. Yeah, like the first, the first system open or the first worlds or whatever. Oh the first big God. tournament after COVID is is it's Fuck. it's going to be huge, you know. Um, and there's and there's a lot of there's oddly a lot of new players coming in right now. Like, I you know I think Dom really? and I yeah Dom and I both play while playing in like uh, like I played in Corellia and he played in um, Dathomir. I think we both at one point played somebody who had started playing during COVID and they've only played online. Yep. And there's a lot of that going on and there's a lot more players kind of getting into the game right now than you would think, which is, which is really interesting to me, but, um, well, you're in COVID, you're in quarantine. Yeah. And, and it's because of the, the online outlet of it, you know, like the, the fact that TTS and Vassal exist. And have been allowed to continue to exist. Um, you know, they've they've become uh, really popular and 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 have really kind of kept things alive. Now, see, that's interesting because I've been hearing that literally just playing online is turning a lot of people off. 
I think especially with the new ships and stuff. That I mean, the the boogeyman. You don't the, have to the, play online. That's my the thing. Nan, the you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't yeah. complain. To, <laughs> I, I think you can't complain about an online module. That's my thing. Yeah. If you don't want to play online, then don't play online. You know but what I mean? I think, but I think right that now, Nantex, that Nantex list online is like, okay, how much do you really want to win? Yeah. Right. It would have happened on the on a real board too. Oh, I agree, but it's it, just so it, the, much infuriating. Pa- it, the pandemic would not. Oh, I I, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I mean, losing online is just like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that, I think I've done it. I've done it for years. Losing online is very easy for me to deal with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's super fucking late for you guys. I know that. All right. Well, let's uh, let, let's uh, finish it up here. You know, we've done a few shout outs here. Carlos, did you have anything you wanted to, to say? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> uh, um, I'm just going to say one thing. And I know we don't like to get political. Just, just fucking vote this year, man. Yeah, just do it. Just, just vote. Because I'll say, that's all I'll say. Just go. Just vote. go. Just go ahead and vote. Because <laughs> here's the deal: no matter who you fucking support, you just, you just want to make sure that the results are very, very skewed one way or the other. Because <laughs> if it's close. Jesus fucking Christ! I I, I pray <laughs> oh for boy. all of us because yeah. it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, you get a civil war, um. and you get a civil war, <laughs> and you get a civil war. <laughs> I have I have a lot so, of things to say it, about it, this, it, but I will say none of them. So oh fuck, fuck it! Fuck it! Nope, Let's just no, go. go. Nope, nope, we're done. Nah. All right, all right, all right. Ryan. Uh, that's anything? all I had to say. We're we're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> so you got anything you want to say, Ryan? Um. Shameless plug, uh, Star Wars Squadrons is coming out this week. Squad up! Yeah! Squad up! Um, yes! I appreciate the people who have already subscribed or checked out my YouTube channel. Started my Dude. first YouTube channel for Fucking Star Wars a. Squadrons. Um, been sharing it around, and it's the X Wing community has been a huge help in, uh, you know, at least showing and giving me feedback and. Uh, following it along as it starts and I got a solid start I think and hoping that I uh, hit this really push the snowball down the hill uh, once it gets going this week and hey, dude, um, what's you're going to be more famous I, I than I am it's, 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 it's cross play so we can literally play I know it's cross anybody. play but what 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 uh what system are you playing on? I got it for PC because I had the YouTube channel I was making for it if I wasn't doing the YouTube channel I probably would have just got it for Xbox, because that's where most of my normal like video game online friends played on. I had a, I have a tough time because like my Xbox is better graphics wise, and I get to play on a sixty inch TV and on a couch, mm-hmm. or I can play on a thirty inch screen and a normal graphics. You know what I mean? Yeah. On my computer, my, my so com- I was just like, and a very uncomfortable computer chair. My computer already have. required a little bit of an upgrade if I wanted to do any gaming. I mean, it was still a solid computer for what I needed it for. It was just old, and I salvaged what I could, but it pretty much ended up being a new build close enough. Yeah. Nice. So, Prediction. I'd be curious. Um, go ahead. Prediction. Topsy is going to be the fucking ninja 
for no. uh, God, no. squad play. I can't. He better 100%. Be. He's going to be making be. so much fucking money off his Twitch stream, it's not even going to be funny. <laughs> so I'm or he can just retire. play with me and I'll make him famous. I'm, I'm, I'm starting on YouTube because I can't commit consistent enough time to streaming for it to matter. Like, yeah. the people who stream have to stream almost every day. All the time. Do it, yo. I do it. Do, no, I have to maintain my job. First, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a job. <laughs> so, like, sure, job? if it comes to a point where like it's making me enough, maybe. But there you go. it's not high on my priority list. It's like I'm 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 taking my shot because yeah. I thought about taking my shot for Destiny Two. I thought about taking a shot for Battlefront Two, but those had all pretty well developed people and trying to catch up with their creation was difficult and just time in my life didn't flow well now with squadrons it's a slightly smaller game it's niche but there's a lot of people that are really looking forward to it yeah we haven't had a good space sim or flight combat game in quite a while that a lot of people can grab onto uh it's it's helpful that it's star wars and then it you know slight light on the normal dark part of 2020, COVID has allowed me to be home most of the time and work remotely, meaning most of the time when I'm at work, I get my shit done in much less than eight hours. So I've been able to put time into video editing, knowing all the settings necessary for recording software, setting up YouTube, branding that stuff, all uh, putting up logos and maintaining a Twitter now. I'll send a thousand people your way. Okay. <laughs> Do it. Funny. Yeah, man, it, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of work. It is. It's a lot more work than people would give it credit for. They're Dude, just like, oh, I was, you just uh, play video games and you do nothing for a living. Like, yeah, I mean. No, it's I, crazy because I, I, I was uh, sitting on a crossroads after I. Um, oh, yeah, Missile Animal, animal Crossroads here. Yeah, yep. Animal Crossroads. Right, that's uh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah and when I started Animal Crossing, and then I like basically kind of uh, cheated my way through um, their later lockouts, um, and I did uh, rebuild in my island and did that um, Link's Awaken or was it not Link's Awaken? Link's of the Past uh, remake, and then I was like, "What do I do? You know, with this? Because right now it's funny. Um, I'm getting." constant messages and this is what like three no actually a lot more than that uh five months six months since i i did that um and i'm getting messages constantly on my reddit post that went viral asking me for a dream address because right now in the game uh, essentially if you give somebody a dream address they can go visit your island and uh, this happened this update happened like a month ago or something like that and literally every day like i'm getting like hey can i have your dream address can i have your dream address and i don't play the game anymore (laughs) (laughs) so like it's like constantly i'm getting barrage on my phone i'm getting notifications and i'm like dude i don't fuck god damn it i don't fucking give a shit um (laughs) what sucks though is that could i have taken advantage of it and I had a really, really, really hard time thinking about it. And, you know, everybody's in a different part of their lives. And I, was, I have two kids, and one of them really young. 
Uh, she's seven seven months old now. And, Whose fault um, is that? Yeah, definitely <laughs> mine. Yep. My wife my wife had something to do with let's, it. Let's not get into the competition, Carlos, because you know who's gonna win that competition. So <laughs> <laughs> but um but no, I just like I sat there and I was just like, you know, I uh with the videos that I did and posted and I got a little bit of cash from that and I asked my wife, I was like, Are you cool with me like buying equipment? Essentially what I was gonna do is because obviously it's a switch, right? So I can't do streaming right off of the switch. I had to do like some kind of setup with my computer. So I had to get some equipment essentially to stream the game from the switch to the computer, to the internet. Um, and like, I looked at it and I was like, it's a few hundred bucks. Um, so it was a very major investment. And then, you know, you obviously cheap ass. it's a few hundred dollars. Well, no, no, hold on, hold on. But here's the deal. Like what, what the, the real, real drawback was, my starting point and and like essentially i felt like maybe i was given a little bit of a lead because i had a viral video and all that stuff but like that's not enough like there's so much more to it it's marketing you know essentially you got to market yourself you got to know how to post you got to know what kind of content that goes viral on, on youtube and what kind of content people want and essentially it just becomes a job and what you record what i've always heard is that take the time uh, like i i i don't think steven does this <laughs> but does whatever what? you record for video and it's for video it's, it's not for audio but it was like whatever time you take on recording multiply that by 10 times and that's where you're stuck with editing like the content oh, for video yeah video yeah editing, for video way content more. yeah and it's so so long so it's like I didn't necessarily want to sit here and like play Animal Crossing for an hour and then spend like the next three or four hours editing the video. You know what I mean? Like, so it either would create like a live stream and I was just like, that sounds so fucking complicated. I just want to play video yeah. games for fun. Like, you're the reason make... Animal Crossing is dead. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't create the Twitch channel that would have kept that game going. And they would have paid you millions of dollars. Could have been the ninja is, of Animal Crossing. You could have been, been the ninja of Animal, Animal Crossing. So, <laughs> this so is very actually, true. There's actually kind of, a, not to push us even more longer, but the 30 seconds. I'm actually not probably going to play Squadrons on a release because I don't have the money to get the hardware to do it. Um, I'm a PC gamer and I'm playing games on laptop right now. Um, work laptops. But... Um, there is actually kind of a little crossover, and I know, Coach, I don't think you play video games, right? But, like, there's uh, between... You were saying there was not a good space uh, simulator, Ryan, for uh, that had come out. Um, but there is some crossover between Battletech and Squadrons, if people are interested. Because if you feel like it, you could play MechWarrior 5, right? Which is recently come out within the last 12 months. Uh on the same tech, whatever, system, platform, PC that you're playing uh, Squadrons on. And you could buy a joystick or whatever, you know, control system you want and do both of those things. So that's pretty cool. I would be doing that if I had any money whatsoever. (laughs) I haven't played a video game in 25 years. Yep. Other than my kid's Wii that I had to set up the other day. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, my shout out 
My shout out goes to literally every OCX radio listener uh, that we've ever had. Man, did that suck having to give that thing up. <laughs> oh, that was well, the love of my life. I, I can tell you, so I, I think I started listening to OCX around episode nine. Holy shit. And so so I can tell you as a, as a longtime OCX listener, we, we miss you. And uh, you know that yeah. was that was a it was it was a, it was just a fun time and honestly it was a it was a for me at least it was a big uh, uh, reason for why I started this so well I knew we I knew we influenced you guys yeah the oh, minute yeah. you guys started talking about beer I was like ah <laughs> I know where that came from well it came from our love of beer but you know <laughs> in fact I, I think I remember we're not, we're not for, we didn't force ourselves to be alcoholics here I think uh, I think coach. I remember listening to your guys' first podcast and uh-huh. I was like who the fuck do these guys think they are and it was like one of the it's like I don't know if I berated you on one of our shows or not. I, I, I don't think you berated like, me. No, I don't think so. No. Im- imitation is the uh, best. Form I did of flattery. I did well, think I, that. I, I've never denied it. I've I've never. I, I, uh, OCX was was definitely an influence, at least for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I've uh, and I've and I'm not going to uh, deny that. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, thoroughly yeah. enjoyed the episode though. You guys did a great job. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. But uh, no, I, you know, and and I get. Every day, it's when's OCX coming back? When are they coming back? And I just, you know, maybe one of these days it'll come back. Maybe, maybe like a reunion show every year or every once in a while. Um, I know everybody misses the Wednesday nights kind of a thing. Definitely a Christmas special. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll have you know, Christmas special. Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe we'll just have a surprise Wednesday night kind of a live show. I don't know. I don't want to shoehorn my any, myself or anything, but right. uh, I I do think that I know enough people that know enough about X Wing, and I can just I can just be me and not know anything <laughs> about X Wing. But uh, I oh, man, hey coach. Yeah. You know what the perfect Wednesday night might be? Mm. Which is normally a massive bar night every year? It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Ooh. Yeah. And bar night. Is nights, that a big bar night? Yeah, normally is because everyone's, everyone's, you know, traveling into town and meeting up with their old friends. And normally they, they would be, family. but. Exactly. Normally they would be, but with COVID mm. they can't. But what an outlet an OCX little pre Thanksgiving mm. night would be. I like the idea. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, I'm totally uh, butting in. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I got him. I got him. Got him. Got him. Uh, maybe keep. Uh, I got my calendar right here. Keep uh, November 25th open, ladies and gents. <laughs> And for those of you who one uh, of some of the 259 people that are subscribed to the OCX Radio Podcast Show, <laughs> eh, which maybe. are probably I also subscribed to this one. <laughs> Do you guys have your own YouTube show? Uh, no, we we haven't done the YouTube not. stuff. Oh, well, uh, then so, I'm not going to drive shit to anywhere. So yeah, 
Get a fucking YouTube show. <laughs> <laughs> we should start doing I, I can tell, I can tell you this. Well, I can tell you this. Just well, this is the thing for me. So I, you know, I work. I've worked in TV for 18 years, and um, doing video content is is just work for me. It you is. know what I mean? So, <laughs> if so, you if you want to be good at it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the if thing. If you want to be. That, that's the thing is painfully I, mediocre at it yeah and yeah. then you can be the that, ocx radio podcast yeah that, that's the thing that, that always that actually kind of cracks me up with a lot of the kind of twitch and youtube stuff anyways is is that um everybody everybody out there thinks they can be a a, a twitch star or a youtube star or something like that and it's like you don't have this this is work guys this is a lot of work and you oh. don't have any idea <laughs> so it kind of cracks me up and that's why that's why actually it's kind of why we why i wanted to do the podcast was because i didn't really uh it wasn't something i i don't normally you know i don't do audio stuff particularly i don't i don't do audio format i do i do tv so so for for me this is not work like the way that doing video is so it's uh yeah but it's it's a big difference yeah, it's if you care, you really need to care. Yeah. If you don't, then you get to the OCX radio podcast. <laughs> <show>. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Dom, you got anything you want to say before we close it out here? Um, I already gave my shout out to uh, Wolfnet Radio. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, Coach, are you you're from? Are you familiar with our our closeout, our our closing statement here? Nope. All right. So we uh, we 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 have a, a saying here. It's dials I could down. lie and say yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fine. No, you need to know what it is because we're going to do it here. It's kind of like your your yub nub. Oh. So it's uh so we do dials down, bottoms up. It's, it's kind of our 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 salute at the end of the show. Is that where we finish off our drink and slam the drink back down on the table? Exactly. Oh, okay. So I feel the coach I, has done this at Worlds, but he may have had a lot of beers. Oh, no, yeah, he definitely, he definitely did. And there's a lot from those those nights at that uh, at that sports bar that, you know, that are not well well. Remembered. I miss that bar. Yeah, coaches, that was, you and I have met. You just don't remember. Coaches, yeah. coaches, coaches, Indianapolis. Yeah, was, they survived the riots. Uh, no, I was talking about it at Worlds at that. Uh, Oh, that, that the the, the sports bar. Yeah, the one where you found the inflatable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Well, that was a whole night. That was that was multiple bars. Yeah. Uh, it was um, it was the hockey bar. Yeah, the hockey bar. I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> whatever. Whatever. Anyways, dials down, bottoms up. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Bottoms up.